I'm Ebong Odama. It's uh, Saturday. Nice to be here on a Saturday, you know. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with I'm Asai, and good good afternoon, I'm Asai. How are you? Give your arm like I'm a skinny, tetata, tulu, holy, holy, Manuel, I greetings and good afternoon, a good day. Ebong Odama, it's a blessed day to be alive, you know. And as we enter into the essence of the works and time of the late great Peter McIntosh, the reggae pioneer. It's indeed a blessed day to be alive. Uh, yes, indeed. We heard, earlier we heard a few of these early 1963. And the Coxon years. Yeah, and, 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 and I'll tell you something, Peter never had anything good to say about anybody that produced his. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the truth about it, as my grandma would say, every dog has his day and every, every cat has his four o'clock. The truth about it, in Jamaica, especially in that time, it was a bit of confusion and misery. Mm-hmm. And in that 
process and moment of time. Any more confused and any more any more misery than we have right now? Well, you know, <laughs> think, think, things escalate. As they say, every 10 years, things escalate. So, but the truth about it, at that time, music in, in Jamaica, especially reggae music, when it just started, it wasn't about the monetary aspect of it. It was about being in love with the music and what they're doing. And basically, what started happening is that because most of the time, most of the artists didn't have the financial weight or the financial backative. They had to go to these unscrupulous producers who really did, did, did what they had to do. You know, at the end of the day, the artists didn't even get anything, you know. So as, as time goes on, you find that Peter was one of those warriors who really found out that, hey, you can't trust, trust none of them. Yeah. You know, so he didn't really trust anyone, basically. Yeah. And, you know, as, as we talk about Peter, I see reggae music on top of the table in the world. And I see my brother Bob. His name is everywhere. But I think, and I would say this, for marijuana, I think it should be Peter name which should be on the on, on, on all the papers. He said legalize it and I will advertise no, but he, it. To, to be honest, he, yeah. he was the first man that I am aware of that really started that trend. And in his lifetime, almost every week, if not every week, he went he, he went to jail <laughs> for for marijuana. And he was beaten almost every time he was beaten. Because at the time, Jamaica as it was the, the the main um, studio, other than Cox and Dodd, was at the corner cor- corner of Halfway uh, Halfway Tree Tree Road, in, in almost in the center of Halfway Tree in Kingston, Jamaica. And because they used to go there every day, it, the re- recording studio was known as Aquarius Recording Studio. And because they used to go there every day, every time that he comes down, he always have a giant in his mouth or he have a, his pipe. And the cops would always get on his case. So, you know, seeing the world starting talking about legalizing marijuana today, Peter is, Peter is the agent. He was the one who started it. Okay, we're going to continue with some more music by Peter Tosh. And uh, we're also going to have some special interviews that were done back in the 80s with Peter Tosh um, by uh, our first guest today, who will be... Uh, Roger Steffens. Uh, Roger Steffens is a reggae historian uh, <laughs> extraordinaire. I would call him a reggae archive. <laughs> because, so he's going to join us from California uh, in uh, probably about uh, 2 o'clock or so. Um, we're also going to talk to Artie Wallace. Um, he'll be joining us as well. And I believe Sky High might be joining us as well. And uh, we'll see who else we can get. Well, hopefully. And also uh, Peter Tosh's daughter will be joining us as well. Yeah. And, and uh, so we'll see We'll see how it rolls. How it wor- works. Because, okay. you know, there are quite a few people out there who have really close contact with him, you know. Yeah. Because so, he, even in the time when, when, when he was killed... There's a, a young warrior living in California at this moment in time. He was he was also wounded in that in that situation and incident, yeah. you know. So, 
But we see what happens. Okay. This is uh, Peter Tosh, Cinnamon. Shake them up. So dreadful. 
I'm the toughest. <laughs> okay, we got a special guest on the phone line from California right now. Our first guest? Yes, our very first guest. We got uh, Roger Stephens. Oh, the reggae uh, uh, archive. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Our reggae mu Roger. museum, as I would call it. <laughs> Are you there, Roger? I am here indeed in sunny <laughs> Southern California. Greetings and good afternoon, young man. <laughs> All right. I got Ibasai in the studio with me, and uh, we've been playing some early Tosh and uh, getting the uh, setting the table for you. <laughs> All right. I'm the toughest. You know, that's a remake of uh, the James and uh, Bobby Purify song, I'm Your Puppet. Oh, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> With Tosh's inimitable changes to it. Yes, we're celebrating uh, Peter Tosh today. Uh, we're going to have, uh, we started at 1 o'clock and we're going to go all the way until 1 a.m., 12 hours of Tosh. Oh, my God, and that's wonderful. And, and, and it's, uh, it's great to have you as our first guest on the air this uh, afternoon. Um, and you sent me some recordings. That, yeah. that you had of interviews you did with Tosh. And mm -hmm. we're going to get into um, one that you did at KCRW uh, oh, good. Uh, back in 1982. <laughs> and um, I, 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 I want you to try and set it up for us. And, and then we'll get into um, we'll get into the um, We'll get into into the actual interview. Okay. So please well, it, it was us. actually um, the first time uh, I had been able to get Peter to come down to the station to KCRW, <clears throat> and um, in those days we were in a junior high school classroom that was about the size of your living room, and everything was there: the transmitter, the office, the broadcast studio, and a little interview studio. Tiny place. And school was in session that morning. It, uh, Peter finally showed up about 11 a.m., an hour late to the interview. And um, he walked into the station on the grounds of the junior high school with a spliff the size of a cricket bat. <laughs> that's what, that's what we were, actually, that's what we were talking about uh, earlier yeah. on, because Imusai was telling me that in, in those days that uh, the studio was at halfway tree, you said? Yeah. It, it said it was a... a, that, a, a was the, that, that was the, the only other main studio other the than... The Aquarius studio? Yeah, other uh, than, than um, Cox and Dodd. Uh, and, you know, and Aquarius was owned then by um, Chin Law and his family. Yeah. So this was JBC you're talking about. Yes. Right, right next yes. to JBC. <laughs> yeah. And he said he, he, Peter was picked up almost every day coming out of that studio. <laughs> right, right. So we had a, a kind of mean uh, woman from the Bronx who ran the station, Ruth. And um, she was always uptight about everything. And when Peter walked in to do the interview with me and our music director, Tom Schnabel, whose show we were using for the interview, uh, we, we thought, oh, my God, we're, we're going to be fired. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. <laughs> and the bell rang, and all the kids poured out into the parking lot, and there was smoke coming out of the studio. And after the interview was over, uh, Ruth came from the office through the studio into the little interview room where he did, uh, she did her noon show. 
And she had to kind of wave the smoke out in front of her as she walked through the studio. And she got on the air, and the first thing she said was, you know, whenever there's a really uh, big star in the studio, there's a different kind of atmosphere. She just left it at that. Nobody got fired. <laughs> and and the postscript to this is that KCRW became <clears throat> became the West Coast powerhouse for national public radio, and they just moved into a thirty eight million dollar studio. That's wow. today. <laughs> Long way from the junior high school classroom. I, years I ago. still remember in the eighties, uh, we you you syndicated your uh, yeah, Reggae International. International, and we used to I carry it on my show all over the world. <laughs> we used to carry it on my show uh, uh, right here at WPKN back in the day. Wow! And, thank you so much for that. <laughs> okay, so so what are we going to do right now? We're going to get into the interview. Uh, uh, this is uh, the interview KCRW Roger Stephens and Peter Tosh himself uh, right after uh, I think uh, I queued it up a bit too well, anyway we'll, the music will fade out and we'll get into the interview Roger Stephens with us right here in the studio, uh, uh, on the air from California. <laughs> virtually. I'm there with you virtually. <laughs> okay, here's the interview. <laughs> How does that translate, Peter? Say, say that in pure English so we avoid all the controversy. Well, these words, we say, automatically cannot be converted to, to English because they aren't English. <laughs> they have more... But you said African dialect or liver lake inside of it more than the English, you know, is step back, bald head boy, or what you want to call You know, when you say boy, it's the lower, lower class of a man. See, whether physically, spiritually, morally, or them kind of way. You have pick out tail boy. It's, it's the whole is condemning a boy as a boy and putting him in his right place. Seen because they are men, for example, this song saying lion, iron, you can't go to Zion. Seen, for example, there are lots of guys who wear dreadlocks, who is one million miles away from Rasta. They are like night to day. Seen? And I know the concept of Rasta means righteousness. And there are many guys out there who definitely the characters of Rasta. And then make it look, you know, like, well, there is nothing good in what Rasta stands for. Seen? So, these kind of things, when they irritate me, I have to sing songs because I cannot talk to the world. Well, the controversy over that song was that a lot of people couldn't quite make out the Edwin and they thought you were saying something about Bob Marley. And it, you don't say anything at all about no, Bob. No, 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 no. Well, you see, that's how the world is. The world has been very political. We as a group, me, Bob and Bunny as a group together for all these ages, have been like three bull in a pen, seeing? are what they would call three superstars, which I am not a superstar. I don't know who is. See? Cha. But, <clears throat> for example, all these times we've been singing, it's like people have been creating political conflict because there are people who say, 
me, when I left the group, there are people who say that I am in conflict with Bob or some kind of madness, which is not a matter of being in conflict with Bob. It's just in conflict with the situation that I live in for all my life, approximately. See? And it definitely my character, belittles my authority, underestimate my ability. And we could stomach that for another 12 years. Do you feel uncomfortable when people <coughs> compare the Whalers to the Jamaican Beatles in the sense that the group uh, had so many lead uh, potential in it that it had to break apart and become three uh, distinct units? Does well, that make you uncomfortable, Peter? Well, what makes me uncomfortable is when I'm hungry. <laughs> See? <laughs> That's either spiritual <laughs> food or See? physical food. Yes, huh? I. <laughs> For, um, when I can't get no herb, I am uncomfortable. Seeing cause herb is the healing of the nation. But people always try to classify the wheeler. Some people would say we are the Jamaican impressions. Uh -huh. And there are many ways. Some we are say we are Jamaica temptations and <laughs> we have all been always been getting these kind of names universally from different people who have their you know, their picture who they paint in their mind as superstars. They are always being classifying us to them. But you, you did songs by both the Impressions and the Beatles. You did And I Love Her, you did mm -hmm. Keep On Moving. Uh, yeah, man. I'd say the Impressions had a greater Im impact on you, though. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not a matter of impact. <clears throat> I love harmony. Uh -huh. And in time I hear a group that sing harmony, it attracts me, attracts my ears, you know, and there are certain beautiful things in harmony that I really admire. I was in Berkeley Tuesday night to see the Mighty Diamonds, mm -hmm. and they did a medley of Wings of a Dove mm -hmm. and Sammy Dead, Sammy going Dead. back to the early days yeah, of Sky, and time. Wings of a Dove sounded so fresh, and mm -hmm. of course that's a Whaler yes. song. Who wrote that song? Please? Wings of a Dove. Mm -hmm. you well, those, well, I think those songs were traditional. Uh -huh. We just did them because, you know, music and music, and at those times we were just, we write, and if we hear something that we like, you adapted it. Yeah. yeah. All right, now let's talk about a couple of the songs we played uh, while you were driving to the station, especially Here Comes the Judge, because you mm -hmm. told me in New York last month that mm -hmm. you might re-record that. Yes. Who are the other voices on that record? Well, some of them is the artists. One of the main voices, Joe Gibbs himself. <laughs> <laughs> How appropriate, Peter. <laughs> so I'm knowing man that rest. The Maga dog yes, himself. I, himself. So, and these last when you want to see, I was on tour the previous tour that I was on recently. I was listening to that tape. Uh -huh. And when I listen that tape, that tape when I listen it is it's like the manifestation of some prophecy because that song was a prof was prophesied for the manifestation in this dispensation of time. Ah. Seeing because it said here comes the judge. Seeing? And that does not mean the judge in what they call in our colonial judiciary system. In our imperial judicial system. I mean, the judge of righteousness. See? And these are the times. Times now. Will you recut mm. it? Yes, because one thing, I would recut it, but I would use one of my rhythm. Mm. See? I would use a rhythm from one of my music uh -huh. that would be more painting the picture of a judge. Uh, around 1970, Peter? Mm? When did you first cut it? On this shock. One, what, yeah, that uh, shock label one. It was. 19, 
1972. Two. And mm -hmm. that was Joe Gibbs' production. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, now we, we played two of the three organ solos in, uh, released under the name Peter Touch, only in England. Mm -hmm. Will you tell us the story about how those tracks came to exist? Boy, I don't even know. These things are pirates. When you came to Hank's house <laughs> in 79, you said uh, Chin Randy's upstairs studio and you were rehearsing, mm -hmm. and he had the tape going. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> for example, they will put on the tape, put on a, t a tape, and I hear it, and the organs around there, I go around there, I start to play a thing, and I start playing. The, 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 um, the guy would say, um, "That sound good, you know. Make a try something, no." I think was scratch. Mm -hmm. That was your unicycle that just fell over in the background. <laughs> sure. You might um, ride it on the radio for us today, right? I wish I could. <laughs> um, and so he had the tape going in Randy's. And yeah. For example, I, I don't know how you don't get this one yet. There is one called Green Duck. Green Duck? Yeah, man. You got that, Hank? Oh, well, you must, very get, sad. you must get that. One. <laughs> well, that one was recorded the same, not on the same nature, like the weirdest one. Just and Selassie Serenade also, and uh, this other I, I, one, uh, Return them. of Al Capone, mm -hmm. all at once. Yeah, man, just do them. And I want to tell you too, I don't remember if I even got paid for them. Well, you never saw the records before. No, <laughs> I saw the records about five years later. All right, now how about Mark of the Beast? Uh, when did you write that? Mark of the Beast. Well, that song now is a historical song. Yeah, man. This was this song was written <clears throat> the first time before I was brutalized by the police the first time. Mm -hmm. See, I have a history on this song. That night, it was about ten o'clock. I came from the country with some fresh, first time since I came to town. See, it's around seventy-four. <clears throat> Yeah, 74, 75. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's 74. No, man, it's 72, man. That early? Yeah, man, 72. Ah. Yeah, man. So <clears throat> I just came from, the country, came from the country with some fresh herb and was inside my house testing out this good herb. See? Testing out the good herb and it was very exotic. See? Well, feeling the ingredients moving through me started to create inspiration. And the inspiration that came up, it was, it was a prophetic inspiration. I was seen between the lines in the future, which was to manifest itself in the next 15 minutes. Oh, what happened? See? Well, writing on my table, sitting around my table, tapping, there were some people keeping a party inside of my, the yard that I live in. And I was inside, people was outside dancing. I was inside making music, totally locked off to what was going on outside. Cause it's like I couldn't even hear what was going on, even though it was a party. Uh -huh. Since I was there locked off, creating music and tapping on my table like this, creating the rhythm. Here comes, I heard a shot fire. The song I was singing, I see the mark of the beast on their ugly faces. I see them congregating in evil places. <coughs> Me know them are wicked, see? Well, during that happening, I didn't even reach a second verse. I heard a shot fire. See? When I heard that shot fire, I said, what that? And I, <clears throat> my woman was inside. That was my woman who died in the car crash. Um, <clears throat> she was inside. And I said, she went outside and looked, and she said it was the police. Well, like, after I heard the shot fire, seconds later, 
I saw people running around the house and through my apartment and saying, <coughs> well, them running through my apartment. <coughs> I said, wait, so what kind of thing going on? Because I had the door there and a the door behind me. So them could just run through and go through and go reach in the go to the back. Well, I was there sitting down still at the same because I did not intend to break the communication with the inspiration. <coughs> See? So I was there in, you know, in permanent communication with inspiration and here comes a guy come inside, came through my door, come inside, same with my spliff man like this, this same length, not longer than this. And he come and say, what that? I say, a ganja that you have there? I say, ganja. I say, ganja is a bird in Australia. Me don't know that. Him say, me say, it's what that? I say, herb. Him say, make him see it. Give it to him. He smelled it. Him say, a ganja man. See him? I said, take it back from him. I said, give me herb, man. Give me spliff. Well, at that time, there was a guy in plain clothes, <coughs> which could be a rubber. See? Look ordinary. No suit and tie, right? No, 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 no. Just look ordinary. Just coming out of the rum bar. Well, he came, after I realized, I took my spliff from him, started to push it on my hand into my pants' waist. They always approach me that kind of way. See? I said, I eased out his hand. I said, no, man, you can't do that. Let me host this. Now he's out his hand about a couple of times well. And after doing that, he went outside, realized that he took out his gun first. I said, come. I put him on back in my pants face and I eased it out the same way. <coughs> See? So he went outside, called him friends, a swan criminal inside there. See? Well, his friends, them was about six of them. Two of them came inside with him and dragged me outside. <coughs> Well, when they dragged me outside, one, two held on to this hand, and two held on to this hand. Mm. And the one who is the leader for that execution squad, he took out his 38 out of his waist and started punching me in the abdominal with a loaded 38. See? Till I'm tired, he put it back in his waist. He used him fist, same place, till I'm tired. See, if him fist could go back in the waist and I put it back in your toe. I'm go for a rifle, I'm take a rifle from his friend. And meanwhile, they was holding me like this, like Jesus on the cross. See? He slammed to my ribs, lower vertebrae. One was dislocated. See? Mm. All right, give back the guy the rifle. He went behind my house. He took a piece of stick that cut um, the clothesline outside break off the bottom, which is the biggest part, and came back while it was holding like this. Roof to my forehead, seven stitches. See? So I was prophetically looking in the future, which was to manifest itself in the next minutes. And it happened. But you refuse to be bowed by incidents like that because no. in 1975 at the National Stadium concert for the Jackson 5 at 3 o'clock in the morning, you sang Mark of the Beast right to the police face. Yes, 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 yes. That was three years after. Mm -hmm. And then in 78 at your speech at the One Love concert, which Hank and I broadcast about two mm -hmm. months ago, you know, we intact the yes, entire speech yeah. and published the text again yes, so man. people could follow it. True. Uh, after that, you were nearly killed once more yes. right, by the Beast. And that was more than what happened in 1972. That, that time was seven this time is ten mm -hmm. they locked me in a room and tried to um, what you would say fracture my skull well funeral seems an appropriate song to come up next in talking about the beast 
when did you first write Funeral, Peter? Does that go back to around 66? Yeah, 60, um, yeah, let's see. Yeah, it's about that time, 64. Er, oh, yeah. 64. Mm -hmm. Who plays the 65. horn on this original <coughs> version that we have queued up? You mean on Funeral? Yeah. Trumpet. Um, Johnny Moore. Johnny Moore. Well, let's listen to that. We'll come back and talk more to the Bush Doctor, Peter Tosh, in town for eight shows at the Roxy beginning tonight. You're listening to Casey. You're listening to KCRW in Santa Monica. Okay. Um, Roger? Whoa, I haven't I'll heard that you, in a long I'll time, and it you, just gave is, me chills. That is fantastic. That is, that is, I mean, it, I, I was so gripped by the story. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 how does it feel, you know, knowing that you were there at that time, at that moment, with Peter Tosh? Oh, well, it, it, it was breathtaking. I mean, this is a man who not only talked the talk, but walked the walk and paid the price for it. And, uh, you know, in, in my last interview with him for my television show, L.A. Reggae, um, he talked specifically about knowing uh, there are several plots on my life right now. Mm. And, of course, you know, he he was murdered by people unknown, but rumored to have been part of the uh, Jamaica, you know, police establishment. Mm -hmm. And they walked into his house, and the first thing they said was, uh, boy, Peter, you're dead today for sure. So it wasn't a simple robbery. It was an assassination. But mm -hmm. he, he was one of the most amazing people I've ever known in my life. I, I, I felt so blessed to have shared a friendship with him. He didn't have any of his own records. And uh, everything had been stolen or begged off or borrowed permanently. And uh, he would call me three or four times a year from different parts of the world asking for me to tape a certain song of his and send it overnight to him. And, you know, it's funny because of the clip you just played. Um, about four or five days before he was murdered, he called me and asked me to send him a tape of Here Comes the Judge, because he was finally going to re-record it. Which is what he was talking about. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Only he was going to put the contemporary villains' names into the new recording, <laughs> and one of them was going to be Joe Gibbs, <laughs> like he said years earlier. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, um, you know, our, our friend Garth Dennis, the yes. co-founder of Black Uhuru and the Wailing Souls, yes. passed away recently, and... I've been asked to do the eulogy at his memorial service today, so I've I've got to leave in a few minutes. But well, I would I, like to sh no, uh, well, another question. Do you have? No, 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 no. I I, I understand that, uh, and that's why uh, we were trying to talk with you before you. you yeah. yeah I, know, I know you have to leave in about the next three minutes or so. So. Well, long enough to give you one more story. Okay. Something <laughs> I've, I've told you before, but since this is. Livicated entirely to Peter today, it's well worth repeating. Uh, he was such a champion of the legalization of herb, you know, and and that may be what we will most remember him for. And I just wish he could have lived to have seen what what's happening around the world now. Well, but, a prophet, um, a prophet, oh, <laughs> seldom, seldom, seldom does a prophet <laughs> live to see the fruits of his of his labor. True, true, <laughs> true, true. You so, know, Roger. Um, Let's see, this was 19, September 1979. His publicist, uh, I don't know if either of you ever met Charlie Comer. Do you, do you remember him, the Irishman from Liverpool who was Bob and Peter's publicist? Yeah, I, 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 I saw him about twice. 
Yeah, just a priceless character. He worked for John Lennon and Mick Jagger and the Chieftains and Stevie Ray Vaughan, and he was he was bigger than life. So, as a matter of fact, I think he's me. the one who made Pete, Peter and Mick, and Mick Jagger got together. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, in September of 79, I get a call from New York from Charlie Comer, and he says, Roger, man, Peter's in your town, and he's got no herb. Can you help him out? <laughs> and I said, well, Charlie, as a matter of fact, I've just returned from a plantation in the Santa Cruz Mountains with a bunch of 16-foot plants. And my friend gave me two colas from them, and they're two feet long, and they're just gorgeous. <laughs> They're about as big around as a, a grapefruit. So uh, Charlie told me the room that Peter was staying in at the Sunset Marquee uh, in Hollywood and uh, said he'd call Peter and tell him to expect me. So my wife, Mary, got some beautiful wrapping paper and wrapped it around this kind of two-foot-long bud and put some red, gold, and green ribbon around it. And off we go to the Sunset Marquee, and we knock on Peter's door, and he's got the latch on, so he opens it a crack, and he sees me standing there with this huge thing in my two hands, and he says, oh, what that? And I said, well, it's a gift to you, Bush Doctor, from all the herb smokers of California who love your music. So he lets go of the chain, grabs me, pulls me in, grabs me, he pulls her in, slams the door, puts the chain back on, all in about five seconds. And then he rips a little of the paper, and he sees what's inside. So he takes the ribbon off, takes all the paper off, and he looks at it, and he holds it in both hands, and he breaks off a piece, and he smells it, and then he looks down the barrel of it, and he turns to me finally, and he says, Chaw take a whole lot more than this to get my propeller spin. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you know, Roger, you know, you know something I was just saying to everyone that no disrespect to Bob, but I think Peter, P, Peter's pictures was, should be the one on, on, on the mar, marijuana paper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, right. Truly, because, you know, he should be given what he, what he deserves, you know? Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, I should tell you, too, that there is more Peter to come. I've been working with a consortium of some extraordinary people, including a young man who's just turned 18, uh, Saul Ramirez in, uh, in North Carolina, who has found about 29 Peter Tosh, mostly unreleased instrumentals. Wow. And we're thinking of doing another album, uh, kind of like the one I did years ago called I Am That I Am, that mixed uh, acoustic solo Peter songs with uh, interview excerpts. And we're going to try to get the rights to all of these unreleased songs and mix them with some incredible interviews. And uh, we'll finally have a, a new Peter Tosh album after 12 years of, of nothing new. So That'll keep fingers crossed that that can be realized this year. Well, looking forward to it. I, I hope it happens. Yeah, well, Roger, too. Roger, this has been, oh, this has been outstanding. This is, uh, uh, you're such a treasure. And uh, and it's it's wonderful that uh, you're still here and you can still share these these stories. Oh, I thank Ja for that. I'm going to be 80 in June. And, Did Ja uh, be the glory, young man? And I'm still <laughs> a young man. Yeah. The, 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 about it, the truth about it, from my perspective, is that being a, a messenger for for the music mu music of reggae, which is the, the the music of the Creator, the Almighty, yeah, who, who, man, gi who gives our music. life. 
I, I, I tip my hat to you, young man, because the truth is, for, for one who not, was not really born inside Jamaica to deal with that and to be the one who really is what I call, I call the museum of reggae music, it's a blessing to you and your family, my lord. And may, may the helmet of the wind guide and protect you as you go along. See, even at this moment, you're, you're go, go, going to a funeral for one, one of the original creators of the reggae music. Yeah, who was trained by Joe Higgs in the same yard as Bob Marley. In fact, Garth grew up in Joe Higgs' yard. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Joe, yeah. Joe, as, you, as you mentioned his name, a lot of people still don't even realize that Joe Higgs is really what I call the essence behind reggae mu- music yeah. with Bob Marley and the Wailers. Yes, and the Wailing Souls and countless others. Yep. Yeah. He lived here for 20 years. We, we were very close. We were Gemini brothers. And uh, he, he helped so many young bands. Uh, he trained them in the absolute purest fundamentals of what Roots reggae music is all about. And last, uh, I guess, two weekends ago, we had the Kali Vibes Festival, and over three days, it drew 60,000 people. Wow. Uh, the Saturday night show, the second night, was with, headlined by the Marley Brothers. Yeah. And uh, virtually all the rest of the bands were white, California-based roots reggae bands. Wow. So when you look at the people around the world who are keeping the true music alive, you've got to give a, a real word of praise to the Kali Roots movement. I don't know if it's well-known back east or not, but out here it's enormous. Yes, I saw, yeah. I saw the ads for that, uh, for that yeah. show. Um, uh, Roger, thank you so much. Uh, it, it has been our pleasure to have you on our airwaves as we celebrate Peter Tosh today. What a wonderful way to start. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, and, young uh, man. You know, further on in that interview you just played is his definition of bumbaclot, and that might uh, amuse well, you. Well, we're going right back into the interview. Okay, <laughs> I know you've got to leave, but we can still continue with the interview. Very cool. And when I get back, I'm going to tune you in as soon as I get in the door. Much okay. love, my brother. Have a safe and blessed day. Peace within your walls and prosper in your dwellings, my brother. Okay, take care. One love. Okay, bye-bye. He knows what I mean by that. Keith Richards, freedom of life, postman. <laughs> I don't know which colors I'm going to grab by, the one that I don't have on. <laughs> so you are no longer associated with Rolling Stones or mm-hmm. Mick or, or Keith? No, because it has been non-progressive. It has been ten steps backward in my life. What happened? Because it sounded so promising at first. You know, we were all yes. so happy they had taken an interest in your career that you toured with them in 78. What happened? Well, it seems as if they couldn't have made me make, make it. For example, there's many things happen. Many, 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 many things happen. It's more than tongues can tell. See, but as I said, I, I've written a song called um, Your Friends. Um, it said, they will come with great pretense to gain your confidence. They'll take you around the bend and fry you in the end, see? And I am always aware of what friends can do because the prefix fry means hot, see? The suffix end means eliminated. So because of that, 
words are not words are not things that should be taken the way they are pronounced because it is not what goes down the files is what comes out so be ye careful of the words that you use try to define them spiritually within yourself before you use them you look a lot into the roots of words i remember you explaining what uh, education meant yes uh, educo from yes, the uh, to bring out yes i and do, and most people who are educated don't even know that see they get from a to z level still don't know what <laughs> now, a lot of things are coming full circle in your life, Peter. Uh, you wrote songs for Johnny Nash beginning in 68 through around 72, mm -hmm. uh, including a song called Love that was on that uh, yeah, folk album Two nice, two nice songs. And uh, now you are being managed by his former partner, Danny Sims, who's been setting up this tour that you've done across the country this year. Oh, Danny Sims is not a manager. I wanted to get this straight. What is the relationship? Danny Sims is a record promoter. Uh-huh. Seen? I don't have the manager right now. I, I manage see. myself. Uh -huh. Danny Sims is a great record promoter. Uh -huh. and that's what he's doing, promoting records. Speaking of records, <coughs> you, I think the most impressive song in your show uh, a couple of months ago was Johnny Be Good. Why did you decide to do that reggae style? Well, it's music. And for commercial reasons, you know, it can be appealing to those who don't want to hear message. Stand up for your rights. <laughs> who aren't ready for that. <laughs> See? Yeah, man. So, you know, for commercial styling, you know, I'm capable of doing these things that can be attracted to the ears of those who listen. Now, you got in trouble again. <laughs> Peter, you got in trouble a lot. You, you released a song uh, called Oh Bumbaclot. Would you care to give a brief definition to the uninitiated as to what Bumbaclot means? Oh Bumbaclot. Well, for example, one of the first, the song explains itself, Oh Bumbaclot. One of the first show you that um, in the middle of the night, before daylight, I was attacked by evil forces. Seen spiritual evil forces that cause my mouth to cease from function, cause my hands and legs to cease from moving. It's only my mind that was in function and my two eyes. As close as four of my friends was to me, which was about 12 inches away, I could not tell a man nothing or ask a man to do anything to help me and I was on the brink of what you call death. See? Suddenly, because, just like yes, that? Yes, just like that. Well, it's not just like that, just like this, because it happened previously. It's like what, one, of the, one of my four brethren who was in the, the room apartment. It started with these three cusses in my hand here. Yes? See? Coming from the hospital, I saw ghosts. Three ghosts. Duppies? Yes, what they call duppies, ghosts. Because I can see them. See, I saw three of them. And I was the only person out of about 400 people that saw them. And they become terrified because they don't like to know that people are, you know, interfering in their business. See? So after I left the hospital the night, which I was there for three days trying to get these things stitched up, I got them through punching at a drunken man mm -hmm. who was hitting at me with a stool. And for more than five times hitting at me, I stopped it, stopped it. I said, go on and leave me, wouldn't stop. Punched at him. And there, at the moment, when, my, when the fist was coming across, my friend came behind him and pulled him away. And I said, leave the man and go on. Oh. Man. And my hand went through a glass window. <laughs> so three days after the hospital, uh, fixing yes. you up, you left. Yes. And saw, saw three duppies. Mm -hmm. 
you see three cuts and three ghosts. Uh -huh. <laughs> see? <laughs> so you can imagine that. Well, I don't know if it's a trailer attack tonight. Well, <clears throat> my friends, I heard one of my friends got hysterical one part of the night about 4 o'clock and said, 89.5 FM, WPKN, Where are you going? So I said, wait, it's what that? And we asked him, what happened? His name was Toots. I said, we asked him, what happened? He said, he saw two huge feet coming through the veranda, bigger than he ever could ever see. So he got uptight and blast out. And every man was astonished and said, what? Which is what that? See? Minutes after he did that, there was a man lying down on a table like this. One of my brethren lying down on the bottom of the table. That was my renovating table that I press, press close because I used to do renovating uh -huh. at that time. And he was lying up there. It was about four or five o'clock in the morning. And there was a window there. And just seconds after I heard him laughing, he fell off the table. And we asked him what happened. He said, just feel something, push him like a truck through the window. And he fell off the table. So now, when these things happen, it caused me to begin to look into between the lines because to every action, there's a counteraction and a motivation. See? So I start to check what's the counteraction and what is the motivation of this action. That time, I was in my lower, lower qualification of spiritual level. Never accumulated no levels of spiritual, what you would say, accumulation. Like when you go to school and you take your exam, you pass and you get... <laughs> your A-levels. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't get no levels yet. I was just beginning to trot the road of spiritual, what you call inspiration or education. See? And <clears throat> when, after that thing, moved him out of the way, that thing came in mm. as a light. See? And that light went in top of the roof and I was lying down on my back like this. I had been sleeping at that place for more three, four years and I've never seen that light. So I began to check where does the beam come from because I must see a beam to make a light. I see no beam. So I said this light here could be very unusual. I don't like all this light. Well, it's like after penetrating the light for minutes, I said to my friend, I was going to touch my friend who was close to me to say and my hand didn't move see so I said wait this is what that so I tried to say something I got to say I was going to say toots not even the T was pronounced <clears throat> see so I said something wrong what happened to me I start wondering if something happened to me if because 10 minutes ago I physically fit and conscious and everything is in perfect functioning condition. And no, my hand can't move. I was wondering if I was paralyzed. I tried to move my foot, it didn't move neither. Seconds later, they began to feel as if they were swelling and was going to explode. See? Then my tongue began to cleave to the roof of my throat. See? And started to, like, my tongue inside was swelling like so my throat was cocked. And that, at that moment, it caused me to make some inner communication because that was the last resort. See? Making that inner communication because I realized that there was no way 
that I could communicate with no man and I was conscious enough within my head to know that I am alive and something is taking place. But I cannot tell no man and ask no man to help me. See? So I made some inner communication and that inner communication caused me to get more confidence that there is a creator that dwells within man. See? So I begin to ask him this question, what must I do? I was just fit, physically fit, mentally, spiritually. And 10 minutes ago, and what happened? The spirit said, I said, what must I do? Just lie down and just dead some and get up tomorrow and tomorrow man, I'm dead. The spirit said, just say, move your bum buckled. I said, what? Don't hear them tell me that is indecent language. The whole society and the shit team says indecent language. So what must do? He said, don't hesitate. You're on the countdown from three. See? And in the countdown, it's like a hard tree, too. And when one goes, I say, I say, move your... When I said move, you didn't come out at all because those were English condemned <laughs> language. See? And when I say, BOMBACLAD, it just fly out like a bomb. Immediately, I got up. Immediately, every spell was released. And I got up, and I stand up, and I lean and say, Bumba blood clot. That's why these guys said this thing is in decent language. So that they can release their vampires on you. And if you don't have that spiritual communication and counteraction, you go to heaven with your big toes tied. See? Peter, this is the version side. Do you think we could get you to toast a little over it and tell people uh, live about Bumba Clot? Why, that could be detrimental. Mm -hmm. Because in these societies, these words so powerful for I told you that it relieved me yes. of what happened. Yes. See? And what happened was deadly. It was a countdown to death. So you can imagine telling the world that I have taught myself how to relieve myself of these evil spiritual, what you say, um, combat that you can go through in life. And if you don't know how to counteract those combats, you become a victim of the shit stim. See. Does that mean you're not going to perform this song live anymore? Yes, man. Yes, you will or yes, oh, you won't? Every time. Ah. Every time. What should make me not perform it? I'm not, I'm not, wait, I'm not ashamed of the song I sing. Ah. It's a divine inspiration. I'm living in a world of ignorance where everything that is righteous is condemned. See? And everything that is righteous is elevated. See? So because I know that, I know that everything that is legal is illegal. And everything that is wrong is right. And that's the shit still. And that's about going to do it for the time that we have this morning. Um, okay, and uh, that was an interview with Peter Tosh done at uh, KCRW with uh, Roger Steffens. And uh, it was just wonderful to listen to that. Uh, it's, it's so enlightening. Um, we are celebrating the music of uh, Peter Tosh, his life, his legacy, right here on 89.5 FM, <laughs> WPKN in Bridgeport, listener-supported community radio. And in the studio with me is I'm Asai. Uh, it's, it's just unbelievable uh, listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> 
So, um, right now, we have a special guest on the phone line from Massachusetts. We have uh, Nyambe McIntosh, and uh, she is... Uh, the daughter of the oh. warrior. <laughs> Fida Tosh's daughter. Good afternoon, Nyambe. How are you? I'm very well. Good afternoon. Good, good. Greetings and good afternoon, young lady. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Greetings to you as well. Okay, so, so um, we have just been listening to an interview with your father, and uh, you are p uh, part of the Peter Tosh Legacy uh, Program. Could you just tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yes, I am pretty much tasked with carrying on his legacy. I'm um, his youngest child, and um, so anything regarding um, his name, his image, his likeness is pretty much what I promote and continue to try to uh, use to inspire and, up, up, and uplift people as he would have um, continued to do and as he continues to do. Now, uh, um, could you just tell us how uh, <laughs> it, it seems like a daunting task? <laughs> how has it been? Um, you know, um, we were talking earlier about the fact that uh, it's Bob Marley's image that's on the um, the smoking papers, the smoking papers right now, and and this was his cause: uh, legalize it, and I will advertise it. I mean. Um, how daunting has been that task of, of preserving his legacy? Um, daunting has such a negative connotation to it and denotation to it. I would say that um, it's definitely been a journey. Uh, but for me, it's been a humbling one and um, very much um, uh, one that continues to inspire me. You know, I, I'm, it definitely is a heavy load to carry. But I've been blessed that to have, you know, wonderful uh, people by my side to help me carry the load. I do not carry the load. That would be definitely impossible <laughs> and very, very daunting, to say the least. Um, being the youngest of 10 uh, Jamaican siblings, all with their own um, ideas and, and opinions. Uh, I think any any Jamaican would understand <laughs> the challenges that can come with that. But um Family has always been something that comes first for me, and so I think that's what allowed me to continuously stay grounded on this journey. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, um, could you just tell us a little bit about uh, some of the things that you, that you you have in the works right now? What you're what you're doing? Uh, sure. Um, I mean, I've been doing this since 2010. At the time, I was a full time educator. Um, I'm since now doing this full time. And so in 2016, we founded the Peter Tosh Foundation. Um, we also have the Peter Tosh Museum, which we've opened in 2015, and that's in Kingston, Jamaica. Um, we have the annual Earth Strong uh, celebration, which is October 19th. Um, we also um, are ramping up for International Peter Tosh Day. You guys, we all know that, you know, my dad wrote the song Legalize It. And so um, prior to 2015, uh, April 20th um, has been known around the world as like the, the cannabis celebration day. And, and so, um, you know, after kind of running the estate for a while, um, I realized that it was only right that, 
um, the legacy proclaims that day to be International Peter Tosh Day, where we celebrate his activism and his sacrifice um, and contributions to, to cannabis culture and legalization. And the date again? Is April 20th. Uh, and uh, 420, which is yes. uh, you know, internationally recognized. And um, what particular activities would you uh, have you got lined up for that day? Uh, well, we are looking to have our first um, in-person celebration. We've had several virtual celebrations before. Um, we will be hosting our celebration in Miami, Florida, and really excited to just bring people together um, with music, um, festivities, and, and really highlight the cultural aspect of Rastafari, and as well as um, highlighting, you know, my father's um, sacrifice in his history and, and many of the, the cannabis activists that are around today and continue to fight for cannabis legalization on a national level. Uh, so it's going to be an opportunity to, to definitely come together where um, and just have a great time with mute live music. Um, you know, I, I, Florida's not quite fully legal, so I'll I'll keep my comments reserved on, on the, the that's, why, that's why you should have done it here in Connecticut. You should have done it in Connecticut. It's fully legal in Connecticut. Yeah, but Connecticut in April is not the place to be. So <laughs> I'd rather be closer to the equator. Um, <laughs> so we decided to go with Miami, which is um, which is pretty much opened up. And, and so we're really looking forward to, to having many people come out for the first time, you know, since since COVID and, and all of those kind of shutdowns and, and really, you know, honor his his contributions. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'm sorry, you have anything that you'd like to add? Well, basically, I must applaud her for be, for taking on the mantle, basically. Because as the youngest member of, of, of the clan, it's really a, a, lot, a lot of work, work, work entails. And it's re, really a, a, big, a, a big, as they would say, burden to carry. But with the help of... Don't say burden. They say it, they say it, you know. But but as it is, as it is, you know, I can only keep on praying and ask the Father to guide her and protect her on her journey because her Father has laid the groundwork. And, hey, as they would say in in, in South Africa, a luta continua. Mm-hmm. You know the journey mm-hmm. continues, and because the, because the journey continues, you know, with the help of the Father, we will get what is supposed to be given to us. And from my perspective, I will I will always say as a Rastaman, Peter Touch is the rightful owner of the legalization of marijuana worldwide, without any apology. He took all the beating. And brutalization, telling the world to leave it alone and legalize it. So no matter what, whoever they have a want a, a, a picture, picture or whatever, Peter is a legal, the legal, the legal, has legal right to it. Mm. Now, uh, uh, I, I, I'm, Icon just got in touch and said I should ask you about Tosh One. Um, what is the situation with that? Um, well, Tosh One. Um was um, 
Fidesz' youngest son, and had gone through definitely his own um, persecution, really, for cannabis and his cannabis activism and and music um, and, and his beliefs. He's um, follow of Rastafari, I father for, and um, unfortunately, in 2013, he was arrested for cannabis possession. Um, he ended up making bail um, six months after being incarcerated in New Jersey, but um, only after a month of being incarcerated, um, after accepting a plea um, in 2017, he um, was attacked by another inmate and suffered um, severe traumatic brain injury, um, leaving him incapacitated for um, a few years. Um, unfortunately, in 2020, he succumbed to his injuries and, and passed away. Mm. Oh, what a pity. Um, okay, well, Nambi, um, thank you so much for joining us. Um, uh, anything else that you'd like to talk about that you'd like uh, the folks to know about what uh, the um, Peter Tosh Legacy Project is doing? I, uh, I would just say that, you know, for anyone that wants to um, learn more and continue to follow all that um, we're doing, we're working on a major motion film, we're work- working on a theatrical play, um, and we continue to work on new new projects. So if you want to know more and follow the legacy, please do visit petertosh.com and follow us on every single social media platform um, at Peter Tosh. At Peter Tosh. Niambi McIntosh, the executive uh, director of the Peter Tosh Legacy and Brand. Um, and thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, really appreciate um, we are celebrating your father today for un- until 1 a.m. <laughs> we started at 1 uh, 1 p.m. and we're going all the way to 1 a.m. and uh, I think it's wow. very befitting that we had you on this program today. Well, thank you. Thank you for, for having me and, and thank you for, you know, being another soldier um, promoting his legacy and, and continuing to educate people and share his wisdom with the world. So um, the feeling is mutual. Thank you very much, young lady. Thank May you. you're a blessed and prosperous one. And may the elemental wind be your guide to protect your shield and your butler as you do what you have to do on this journey. Okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah, God save the African king. Anyone have anything to say before this just judge? Come say it now and say it like you're glad. And not like you're mad. For this judge have no mercy in this time. Courts in the session, silence in the court. The courts in the session, silence in the court. The courts in the session, silence in the court. The courts in the session. Christopher Combalos? Yes, sir. Francis Drake? Yes, my lord. Bartholomew de las Casas? Your honor. Vasco da Gama? Your majesty. Alexander, so-called the Great. I am here, so I am here. John Hannon. Sir. James Grant. Honor. David Livingston. Present, Miranda, present. John Constantine. Yes, sir. Henry Martin. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now say after me. I solemnly swear that the evidence I shall give shall be the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Silence in the court. The court's in session. Silence in the court. The court's in session. Silence in the court. The court's in session. Silence.
Good afternoon, young man. <laughs> Talking about, yeah. Hi, Masaya. How are you doing, man? It's a blessing dear, to be alive, to Jabi the glory. To Jabi the glory. We are here. Yes, and, and we're talking about being the toughest, right? Uh, let's talk a little bit about your experience with Peter Tosh. Well, my experience go far, far, far back into time. From 1973, I I met Peter Tosh, you know, and, you know, he was living very close to where I was living in Montego Bay. It's not that far. He lived in, you know, Westmoreland, and I live in Montego Bay. So I met Peter Tosh, and from there on, we just have this family bonding, this musical bonding, where in 19... 
Now you're going to have to call him again. Yes, I'm going to have to call Audie back because uh, uh, some technical difficulty here. I was uh, trying to um, get someone else on the phone line, and uh, unfortunately, I Ooh, hung sky high. <laughs> sky high. I was trying to get sky high out. But uh, uh, what what we're going to do? We're going to play some music, and then we'll get right back with Audie. I'm yeah. going to call him right back now. Yeah. Oh, that's him calling. So I'm going to put him on, Audie. You know, uh, you know, I, I'm sorry. I'm, it's my fault. Oh. <laughs> it was my fault. I cut. I, 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 I was trying to put. I was trying to put somebody else on the air, and I cut you off. <laughs> okay. But 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 continue. I was about to cuss out America. I was gonna say, imagine <laughs> in Africa, anywhere in Africa you go, even even in the jungle, you got good signal. That's what I was gonna say. Jamaica, you could go in any cave, and you have good signal. And America. You don't have good signal on cell phone, but I have to take back that talk. <laughs> so, you know, Epi, I met Epi in 1975 in Hartford when I did Bob Marley, Toots and the Metals at the Bushnell. And from then, myself and Epi, you know, the owner of my father's place, been friends up until today, you know. And we did Peter Tosh there. Rolling Stone was supposed to perform that night but then the rolling stone couldn't perform so they replaced the performance with peter tash and that was when peter tash did his first new york performance as a solo artist at my father's place so ever since that me and peter been working together which you know you know more than anybody else because right right down there by agora ballroom in new haven we did Peter there numerous times, you know, Toad's Place in New Haven. But even before Toad's Place was in New Haven, I had put Peter to perform at the original Toad's Place over in Waterbury. Today, you know that place to be the, the Palace Theater. The Palace Theater, yes. yes. Yeah. You, know, you know, they don't know these things. When I went on radio and said this, they said, Cuban, nothing go like that. <laughs> hey, you know, but, Cuban. Yeah. It, 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 it's last. Yes. It's last, about last year, I think, or the year before, I realized that that was where Toad's original was. Yes, man. We put UB40 there, and when we did Peter Tosh in Waterbury at the original Toad's place, it was Peter Tosh and Jimmy Cliff. Okay. Peter Tosh and Jimmy Cliff. That's the way it used to be. That's the way reggae used to be, where the legends worked together in harmony, you know? So it was one of the concerts that I will never forget in my life. Peter Tosh, Jimmy Cliff together, you know? So from there on, we pivot back to the new Toad's Place in New Haven. And Brian asked me to promote the Peter Tosh there. When Peter Tosh and his trailer truck Pulled up with the equipment yeah, one o'clock yeah, that day. The stage was not big enough, and you know how Peter is. <laughs> Peter walking to Toad's place one o'clock that evening. I mean, no way, say no. With, with, you know what he said? He <laughs> man Copeland Forbes, and him say, "What kind of Queen's language? <laughs> what?" He said, "Where, where is the owner?" And I went upstairs and I got Brian and him give it to Brian. You think I'm going to perform in a folk club? <laughs> so what is he saying? What, what is what is folk club? 
So, <laughs> uh, I have to be explaining to Brian and that guy, that guy there with the turban with the long beard. I don't yeah, remember his yeah, name. Yeah, I, I don't remember his name either, but I know the one you're talking. You know what I'm talking Yeah. <laughs> I, well, we have, I mean, we have uh, 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 Audie, we have, we have another special guest on the phone line right now, Sky High. Uh, Sky, Sky, good afternoon. How are you? Sky is there. Yes. Uh, all is blessed. Hi, Mama. <laughs> Greetings and good afternoon, Sky. Big brother, how you doing, man? Uh, all is blessed. All is blessed. Family, family. I'm telling. I'm remi- No, I'm not telling. I'm reminding Ebang about when Peter showed up at Toad's place. I was a promoter for Toad's place that time, and you know this the stage that you see there now. That stage was built because of Peter Tosh. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the ori- yeah, the original stage was too small. So when Copeland Forbes and Peter came out the tour bus, Peter walking and, you know, Peter is the Queen's language, the BC and the other ones. <laughs> he says, he said, where is the owner? And I went upstairs, I got the owner, Brian. When Brian come down, he begin to give Brian one yard and a half that this stage looked like a full cub. A true man of Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was too small. So Brian was asking, what's a full cub? And I have to explain. And Peter said, you don't have to tell the boy nothing. He understand me well. I want a new stage right now. <laughs> so we call in some carpenter and they build the stage. <laughs> Real quick. So the stage that is there today at Toad's Place, it was built because, because of Peter. Of Peter. Yeah. 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 Well, Sky, uh, you, 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 have, you have a unique perspective on this. You grew up right there in, in, in Kingston, Jamaica, and you, come, you came up with these people. So oh, could you just, uh, uh, first of all, I'd like to introduce you properly, you know? Sky high the Mau Mau. Right? <laughs> yes, sir. It goes, sir. It goes, my brother. Yes, sir. Well, Sky, uh, you know, it's, it's great to have you on and to talk about Peter today. And I know you have a, you have a, a brand new a project out, you know. You have, uh, you, you have, um, you have had lived a life, you know, and you've shared your life with so many people and you brought it all together in, in a project called a picture book of all the different people uh, over the years. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. But first, let's uh, let's talk about Peter. What are your memories of Peter Tosh? Peter. Yeah, yeah let me tell you, our memories of, of Peter Peter is a man I know from six or seven. Yeah, yeah, then time to yeah. yeah. I use I usually walk with my guitar, go, go to Peter Church yard sometime on Sunday. He showed me some 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 card man how to play my guitar. And I mean, I used to play guitar and it's it, it cook, you know. Mm-hmm. And my Peter and Bridget, man. Peter is a youth with, the Rasta man, I, I, I've been standing at, at the bus stop, and I, when I look at, you know, sometimes I see a car just come right, right beside me and stop, and just hear a man say, come in, you know. Where I go? Yeah, yeah, it's a dumb tour, yeah. He just give me a, a bag of her, 
as one who, who has been involved in, 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 in the system from them time till this time. Yeah, who is this man? Oh, this is I'm a Sai. I'm a Sai. I, I, I didn't know that you were on. Okay. I'm a Sai. I'm a Sai is on. He's in the studio well, with me here. There is IMSI. I'm, I'm also a, a, a DJ at, at the radio station. Yeah. <laughs> see, 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 yes, sir. I, I am the original Rasta man in this time. That's you, man. I am I, man. Yeah, so as, as I was saying, from a man who, for a man who has been there from that time until this time, don't, don't you think it, it, it is right that... No matter what, what we are promote marijuana this time, Peter should 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 be given the right to be yeah. to, to have his picture put picture on somebody. Yes, yes, of course. You see, that the promotion of marijuana, Peter should be up front because it's one of the first sit when I first sit a man in same as Rasta man as new reggae music that sacrificed certain things, you know. Uh, he yes, yes, to yes, me, he's yes, the first yes, man. man. He's the first man who really come out with it publicly. Yes. Sky. Sky high. Eh? You make yes. sure, make sure you correct I Messiah because if Peter was here and he ever mentioned that name, marijuana, Peter would have given it to you no, the right way. Everybody. I agree. I agree. I agree. He would have, he would have he, tell he, you. He, he, he get, he get, get, get no Mickey, yes. You know what Peter would have tell you? Marijuana is the national bird in Australia and Mexico. And he would have given you the language, the Queen language behind it. No, well, that, that, no, but hey, that, that a theme one of them, because as him say, you know, him say, oh, when him use the word bomba clot, I, I hit, I hit, make the dopey them left him alone. Exactly. <laughs> it was was a revolutionary man. One of the great reggae revolutionary ever find in the world history of, of reggae music. From Skyrock City come to reggae. Yeah, Peter touches that. Peter touches the Chicago Fiat so fast, man. He put his lung in the karate Chicago Fiat so fast. Okay, we'll talk some more. Let's listen to a little bit of Peter, and then we'll we'll come back to talk some more. Okay, uh, stay right on the line, guys. Yes. I don't know why. 
Yes, 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 yes. The music of Peter Tosh right here on 89.5 FM. As we celebrate the music of Peter Tosh, the life of Peter Tosh, the legacy of Peter Tosh, all the way until 1 a.m. today. And we've got uh, right now on, on the phone lines, we've got... Uh, in the studio, we've got Imasai with me, Ame Bangudama, and we've got uh, Sky, High. Sky High. We've got uh, Adi Wallace. Okay. Yeah, long time promoter for Peter, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's great, you know, to sit down, I mean, to get together and reason. You know, uh, we haven't done this in a long time, so it's great that we have this opportunity to do this now and, and talk about a great, great uh, musician, philosopher, prophet, Peter Tosh. Teacher. Teacher. <laughs> I, play, I, I play a percussion and a song for Peter called... Babylon, your kingdom is falling. <laughs> I, I, I hear you calling. <laughs> you remember I my song, my rubies are my diamond. <laughs> I played percussion on that song. You know, oh, yeah, you played percussion. Yeah. Okay, uh, let, I'm, I'm going to try and get it on. Finally. Uh, okay, <laughs> finally. And you know, I'm no sky. Now. Yeah. Sky high. You yeah. know, in in Peter program at every one of his concert is halfway through this performance of this song that you seem light up the big splits. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Am yes, I right? It's true. It's true. That's and true. Him, pull out, him pull out the cross, just like your yeah. rod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you have, a, you have a cross and you have the rod, and Peter yeah, used yeah, that yeah. cross for burnout, vampire, dopey, <laughs> and <laughs> ghost. <laughs> <laughs> man. Yeah. It goes there, man. <laughs> well, you know, you know, since since you made this request, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it for you. I say forget that. Babylon, 
You could hear the conga drums, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Naya Bingi drums. <laughs> uh, 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 Sky, I, I got a special guest in the studio right now. Uh, Amy, Amy is in the house, and she wants to say hello. Amy, why not? Amy, why not? Okay, uh, here, here you go. Uh, there you go. Uh, wait, 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 just a sec. There you go. <laughs> Long time. I have pictures of you you could put in your book that I bet you haven't seen since the 80s. You should send me some and put it in the next book, man, because I have two books right now. You have two books. You've been escorting so many people, so many important voices for so long, including your own. But, you know, with your staff and your vibes and your protection, yes. and you're there. Yes, yes, he's a great man. From he's one, a great man. From one generation to another, right. I have pictures of him in the uh, Hope, Yo- Hope Road yard um, when Road. Ziggy was, I don't know, you know, he didn't have yeah. dreadlocks. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no, boy. You, you know, personally, personally, I must say, it's a blessing to you, Sister Amy, in the fact that as one who's been born and grown in Jamaica and around the, the creation of, of what the world now knows as reggae music, I respect you much because you're one of the few outsiders who really put the essence and energy in helping to really make reggae music what it is around the world. And I thank you very much. I thank you for saying that. And it's just, it's the saying, who feels it knows it. I mean, it just, reggae has just informed my life and led my life. The lyrics, the people, Rastafari. So thank you. That's what it's all created about. It's, it's, it's the essence of the people and the life that we live. And it, it's coming from the spiritual aspect of it, not just from the physical look of what people really think or believe. You know, and I I want to I want to say something to Sky High, so the world could hear it for the first time. Sky High is my legendary name, my legendary brother. The reason why, 1986, I brought Ziggy Marley. He was only 18 years old. He didn't have locks, just like the lady says. Stephen Marley, 15 years old, Sidella. Bob Marley, mother, Rita Marley, uh, the high trees, Nadine Sutherland. I brought the whole Marley family to Hartford, Connecticut. I get arrested that night. It was sky high. (laughs) 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 I didn't tell you about that, Ebang. It was sky high and Ziggy Marley that came down to the jail to bail me out. 
because I was trying to stop the tour manager, Copeland Fobbs, from going to jail. Because we sold Uh-oh. the show out. Yeah, we sold the show out, Bob Marley family. There was more people outside than what was inside. And there was a guy videotaping a bang. I know. And I, I was there. What was that called? It was in Hartford. It was in Hartford back in 1986 in Hartford. A lot of things went down in Hartford in those days, if I recall. I still I remember, I remember very well because I was, I was there. The first person I heard talk about. Oh, that that thing was was Rod Taylor. Oh. Rod Taylor was the first one I heard with that thing. Woodbury ski racket with racket. Rod got his mouth in half. That's why you see his, he got that chop on his mouth. It was, in, it was a rust, it was a rasta man that punched Rod in his mouth. That night. <laughs> Ziggy Marley sing a, sing a song after that same, that same incident that night near Reggae Revolution, you know? <laughs> now I, I'm learning something new today. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out. It's coming out. That night is coming out into a bestseller book by Copeland Forbes. That night will be told and featured in it, oh, you know? You... From Copeland's point of view. Yes, yes. And the name of that book is called Reggae My Life. Yes, Copeland's version okay. of his journey in the music. And Sky High have his own book coming out. Sky's book is out already. Right? Yeah. No, a photo book right now is 440 pages, one, over 1,000 photos named Life Journey, photo book, you know? Sky yeah. High, the yeah. mama. Nice. So speaking of Peter Tosh now. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> just okay. Uh, so uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play some Tosh for you right now, and we'll just take a brief break from, and we'll reason a little bit more. Yes. I draw through this valley. I will fear no evil. Though I draw through this valley, I will fear no evil. Cause I know Jaka.
Okay, Sky, you're still there? Yes, Dad. <laughs> you know, um, we decided that we would celebrate uh, Peter because we, we really haven't done a Peter Tosh marathon. This is the very first time we're doing a Peter uh, Tosh marathon on, on our airwaves. And it is, it is really uh, a, a pleasure to have you guys on this afternoon uh, talking about the great Peter Tosh. Now... Um, Sky, you, um, the early days of Peter, um, what, what was your impression of, of the man Peter Tosh? As what Miss said, Peter amongst us was the most revolutionary reggae artist amongst us, a Rasta man. A tree man, they won't say, Bob. Yes, the bone, yes, but, but Peter was a revolutionary. Because, a matter of fact, I give I give you a good story. Once I was in Namibia, Africa, so Southwest Africa, Namibia, and I, I went into a club one night and the, my president the, the radio announcer said, This is Sky High from Jamaica and the the, the speaker and the whole crowd bust out. I want thing. Oh, bomba clad, oh, ras clad. Why not kill Peter Touchman? You see, the world crowd. The world crowd is that that just bust out, man. Hey, man. Why why not kill Peter Touch? Oh, bomba clad, ras clad. That's Yeah, man, that was a, a night. Uh, but but as we said, Peter wasn't bridging from 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 way down to man from. Many many years, many many years, you know, until you know, after a while, we, 
we was not that close to be, but it still it was still my bread, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But Peter was a great great revolutionary man. Great one night we had a we have a show at, at the Ward Theatre downtown Kingston man and you know, we we just done smoke some a push and a chalice, you see, on mm-hmm. top of the record shop, on top of the real record shop upstairs. Yes. So, so in that in that theater no Ward Theatre was the favorite theatre downtown Kingston and I met the Peter and, and Bob and Bonnie the past stage and Bob was so high man that I'm actually going to drop on his face, you know. And when I look at <laughs> I just see this, this long hand just pull him back. Just, just hold him back. Just, <laughs> just up back on his face. That was a night remember. Baba was going to drop on his face, man. Just hold him up. That was a night, yeah. Talking about yeah. talking about revolutionary, um, uh, this equal rights album it was just it blew my mind away. You know, you know, in those days to be so open, you know, and 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 not hold anything back. It was, it was, uh, uh, you know, it was just. Um, I'm going to play that for you. You know something? Yeah, and you you were talking about being open. In, in general, Jamaican people are. People who are really open in, in in a sense, but the point is that Peter wasn't one of those people who were really in the position of really holding in a fear. He spoke what was yes. on his mind. Yes, and if you if you love it, it's your business. If you don't love it, it's your business. But him just telling you what the your mind. Period. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this is I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people didn't really get along with him too much. Mm-hmm. You know, because in the, in the whole, in the tech, as I was saying, Jamaica, in the tech talk around people. True, true, true. You, you know, you, you are so right. Peter, Peter really scared me because I drove Yellow Man to buy Peter Tosh Volvo. Sky is supposed to remember that Volvo, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, when, when, when we pulled up to Peter, Peter Tosh with Yellow Man, I thought Peter was going to say something nice because Yellow Man, the king, dancehall king, is going to buy his Volvo. The first thing Peter says that scare me is, Hey, you little Santa Cruz, dundus boy. You want to buy I and I Volvo? Who going to drive it? Because it's thrown to come in at the car, Adi and you. So where the driver to drive it back? A <laughs> <laughs> yellow man say, yellow man say, you talking me, Peter? I say, yes, then you're not blind. You're blind. So blind man can't drive. What kind of BCBC this man is hear me that day, man. But yellow man just take it for a joke and everything was good that day, you know? Damn. That's the Peter, you know, he, the Peter I know, he just give a lot of jokes. Sky, you should know that side of him where he just give a lot of jokes, make you laugh. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, man. And I'm one where shit see, man, Babylon shit see, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kentucky, like Kentucky chicken, he, he changed Kentucky chicken, not to yeah, call man. it that way. I can't say it on here. Yeah, me know. calls it. 
<laughs> okay, I gotta. You do, know, so I, I, I gotta do this. I, mean, I, 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 I we'll get it from it. I gotta do an official station ID. It's the top of the hour. So Thank this you. is this is eighty nine point five FM WPKN Bridgeport. Uh, we are listener supported community radio, and we're doing it in a fine style as always. And we're celebrating the music of Peter Tosh all the way until one a.m. today. And uh, right now, I've got uh, I got Amy. The night nurse in the studio. I got uh, I'm a Sai in the studio. I got I'm a, I got uh, Sky High on the phone uh, from California, and I got Audie Wallace, uh, the great promoter from Connecticut in Hartford, on the phone lines, and uh, we're just talking about the great Peter Tosh. I don't want no peace. <laughs> I need equal rights. Uh, only Peter could pull that off. <laughs> Amy, you want that? Smith. Yeah, Just yeah. the master of language, you know, which Roger referred to in that yeah. interview you played earlier. Yes. But, you know, just before the break, I don't know if it was Artie or Sky High, we sort of touched on Peter's funny side, and that often goes overlooked because he was so militant and so outspoken. But those who really knew him, I think, would you gentlemen agree, there was really a funny, soft, humorous side. Yes, yes. Neither you are right. You know, the people who is very close to him, like me and Sky, we know that side. The only other person on the face of this earth was funny like Peter was Gregory Isaac. Mm, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, I, I, I never, I, I, I wanted to get to talk with Gregory when I was in Jamaica. I never got around to it. I never, yeah, you would never, have been laughing. You would have been laughing. Anyway, we're talking about Peter Tosh. We're celebrating his music right here on 89.5 FM. And, um... The night nurse will be taking over at four o'clock, and it's great that you came in a little bit early. And <laughs> I heard your show. I said I got to be in there with them. I wanted to just be in the vibe. It's so, it's so great for WPKN to yeah. give us this space to celebrate Peter. Yes, you know? yes, yeah. yes. You know, you know, at the end of Peter' journey on Earth, right? Um, his mom called me down to Westmoreland. And I went down there, and they was trying to figure out where to bury Peter Tosh at his mom's house. And she asked me my opinion. The family wanted to bury Peter in the back of the house. But I remember the, the mom and, and her living boyfriend, Mr. Coke, Mr. Coke used to raise pigs down there. And I says, no, you can't put Peter down to the back of the house where the other people, the family member, bury. And they says, Mr. Coke says, why? I said, because you used to raise lots of pigs down here. Yeah, and Peter does not deal with pigs. He hates pigs more than any animal on the face of this earth. Mm -hmm. So they says, where? So KD, I think um, Sky I know KD, 
Peter, good friend, he owns the nightclub right across the street from where Peter was born. I went over to KD, KD came over, we walked back over, and we decided to pick Peter's final resting place where it is today, underneath the coconut tree where he wrote classic like Catchy Shubi, and all of those songs, Johnny Be Good, that's where he would write those songs with his acoustic guitar. Uh, interesting. Well, that's a, that's a Great. very interesting and rewarding piece of information, basically. Yeah, yeah. I, I even end up managing Peter's last son that nobody had known about because they only thought he was Andrew. Yes, so sir. I end up, after Peter passed away, I managed Tashwan. Ebang, you know about that. Yes, I brought yes, him in the music. We, we talked about it a bit earlier with Niambe. Yeah, I we never had, knew that he, he passed. Yeah, yeah, we talked about yeah. it with Niambe earlier on today. Yeah, um, yeah. It's unfortunate, you know, what happened. To, he, he, started you know. Out, he started out as a selector, him and Niambe. Mm-hmm. And, but I was hearing some quality when he decide to sing some acoustic, you know, a cappella song, you know. Mm-hmm. And I said, you need to take to the stage. And I talked to Melody, read him, his mom. And we end up putting some tour together for him. And the rest is history mm-hmm. until he passed away. I manage him right until that point. Oh, interesting. Rest in power, I know. Yeah. Yes, I. Yeah. Well, um, Artie? Yes. Is, is 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 Tosh one the same as Jawara? Yes. Okay, then I yes. think it's very important, very important that we discuss marijuana legalization, um, criminal reform, jails, because first there's the father, Peter Tosh, who we know took so many beatings for standing up for marijuana rights. And then Jawara got messed up in jail. Yes. That's what ultimately they licked him. They beat him up. That yes. should never have been allowed to occur in an institution. Yes. And I believe that's what the family's working on now. So aside from his musical abilities, I think it's important if we're honoring Peter Tosh, let's talk yes. about this. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. yes. They beat him up in jail, in jail, man. You see, yeah, serious. Yeah, mash him up. That is very sad, man. Very sad. It's sad, but you know. And you know, you know, Sky, it happened in the same manner. Just like how they did Peter in Halfway Tree. You ever heard about Halfway Tree incident? Well, as I I was telling Ebon earlier before before we we came on, 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 on the open year. Peter, Peter, Peter used to go to Aquarius a halfway tree. Yeah, man, that's what I can. And that's every, what I'm, every day, actually, every day, actually, as Peter, as Peter enter halfway tree, him and the police in a problem. Because him always a big, a big, a big head, I'm having yeah. pipe. Yes, yes. See? Yes. So it, it, it was a regular thing. And these days I'm questioning it and asking these so-called educated people. How comes to murder the man, murder so much people for, mar- for, for weed, and beat up so much people and spoil so much people's life, and now no come at talk about when you want to legalize it? It's unscrupulous. Great point. It's unscrupulous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? Yeah. And that's yeah. why, that's why I, at the end of the day, enough of them, enough of them are the quiet talk about them not like Rasta. But mm-hmm. me not care which boy I like Rasta, because I'm a jalo all my life. 
I mean, I, I mean, I apologize to no guy for them thing. You beat up man for, for, for the thing, and then you see one who come, come, come tell me you now, say, you're legalized because you want the money out tight. Yeah. Mm. That's why Peter, Peter and Babylon system always have problem because Peter, mm. Peter was able to see in the future and he speak yeah. these words that there was going, it was going to happen. All of what you see happen with Ganja is what he yeah. spoke in his song and verbally. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and all its medicinal purposes. Hi, hello. How many CDC stores are there? Um, CBD. 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 You know. <laughs> and at the end of the day, the funniest thing about the whole thing, poor man use, is poor man food. Herb poor man food, because I, I saw most poor man send him youth to school in Jamaica. Saying, I know oh, the guy, the, the, the guy that I tried, I, I tried to send my legal, I said, but I want the poor man to have no night. Originally. If, you want, if you want Peter Tosh to be in your company and your friends just mention Ganja, he will drop everything he's doing and spend the day with you. <laughs> just mention Ganja. <laughs> okay, we'll take a little bit of a musical break and then we'll talk a little bit more. It's a very simple thing to ask. But, yeah, it's a very simple thing to ask, but to be honest, from a political point of view, politician, politician are like when you, when, when, when you, you, you ask, ask if you're right, man. Because mm. as a Jamaican, as a Jamaican, I'm not Jamaican, I'm a Jamaican. And as a Jamaican, 
the political arena brutalize Rastaman more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Because the first thing them claim say Rastaman was a black heart man. See, them have them organization who used to take away the people's children and then them put the blame on the Rastaman. <laughs> well, well uh, we're talking with I'm Asai and uh, we've got Audie Wallace on the phone line and we also have Sky High still with us and we're talking about and we still have sister Amy Amy with us yes she's getting ready to take over at four o'clock and we were were talking talking about Peter being brutalized by the Babylon and at the same time the same thing came and happened to his his son so you know what I mean yeah Yeah, a lot of persons involved in that running all I get brutalized by Babylon with the same marijuana treat in the same way. And so we go we go through that because what? In nineteen fifty six the Queen tell his majesty must denounce Rasta in Jamaica. Because at that time they 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 kill him. The Queen England sent a hundred thousand soldiers in Kenya to kill off the dreadlocks Rasta named Dan Kimati, Mama original leader, original freedom fighter defending the land. In Kenya, Africa, mm-hmm. the, the British sent 100,000 soldiers, and then and then they get him in 19 October 56, and then hang him the 18 of February, which is last week 57, the 18 of February 1957. Mm-hmm. These Antimati as original mama. So, so from those days. No, well, Sky. I'm yeah. glad you, you went to that point, you know, because yeah. the, the, the fact of the matter is, for a lot of people who really don't know or don't gain the overstanding yet, this yeah. is one of the reasons, that was one of the reasons why the Jamaican government overall treated Rasta the way they treat Rasta. Yes. And them still have a hatred to Rasta because when the emperor yeah. come to Jamaica in 1966, because it was Rasta who meet the emperor, the political af- arena, Turn around, eat the rest. The rest of man with with with, with, pie, with, with a, a hatred worse than poison, because them claims that Rasta shame them. But of Rasta will shame you when when you and who you are follow, they don't don't tell the emperor to kill out the Rasta. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. so when the emperor come and Jamaica, remember come to see you. He come, he come to deal with the Rasta coming in there. Exactly. Yeah, it was exactly. must. It was Mustamanti right. that order. The Mustamanti, the Prime Minister, 1966, order. All Rasta man, women and children to be bought in, dead or alive. Peter yeah. Tash did the song of that name. Yep. I see the newsreels from, from that time and it looked as if the whole airport was full of Rasta. Not just the airport. I'll tell you something. As, a, no. as one who was growing in Jamaica. From, from 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 Spanish Town Road come all the way round to Palisados Airport as they was called it at that time. Saying Rasta line the street that the first time Jamaican government was so much Rasta people living in a Jamaica. Because most I mean, most Rasta used to in the hills them come a street. We don't exactly. come a street because the government did say one 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 politician say every time you see them, anyway you see them, kill them. Yeah, she right. Yeah, anyway, you see them yeah. kill them. One next one come, come, say, trim them, trim, anyway, you see them trim them. See, yeah. the one when you Edward Blinaga, mm. him was even one of the worst one because him rob black people and Jamaican people of the right to education in the sense that when the emperor come, he gave, the, he, he left a person, a, a person 
and the, 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 with the person, he said Jamaican people should be another university because at the time we only had the West University of the West Indies. And then eat, them eat after money and go build a little school around Plainland called Selassie High School. See, from them time until this time, them still are treat Rasta like so well. We don't exist at the same time a Rasta legacy them live up. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, man. And that, and the same time when his majesty comes to it's only a Rasta man could stand up, go on the plane, or cool up all, all, all the Rasta get I get all the Rasta together, Martin more planner, you know? Yeah, and that's why that's why the government so we, we shame them, but we never shame you. Yeah, we never shame. We are talking about Rasta who who not say something else. Yeah. See, so when 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 the king of Rasta come, he come he come see children, he not come see you. Exactly. So how come we shame you? Mm-hmm. See, and these are the same people I see these days come and talk about one yes. love, one love, Bob, Bob Marley, yes. Bob Marley. Yes, the same people then. Yeah. So it's a bunch of hypocrites. That, that's one of the reasons, as I tell yeah, people. They, did, they didn't like Bob Marley. They didn't like Bob Marley in Jamaica or any Rasta. No. They, you understand? Them start, like, start putting little like, like to Bob Marley after Bob Marley really becomes. Yeah. Worldwide. Yeah. Or any Rasta man. They didn't accept no Rasta man. Yeah, they are hypocrites. Yeah, they are hypocrites. Yeah, remember, yeah. Rasta was the, was the first self employment. You know? Nobody give us yeah. No, nobody. No, no, nobody don't give Rasta nothing. Rasta for work for same one. Yeah, working for our own, we end up going into the hills and plant plant within yard. Yeah, and create our own environment. There was Rastas yeah. that they come come to come come to the street, you know. Yeah, for nothing because they have yeah. everything. You have coke that. Exactly. And he might have been farmed, so he might have been farmed for, for buy a shop. No. no. If he want flour, he might dig yeah. some cassava and make him flour. And yeah. he might dry some, 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 some pound with, with banana or whatever and make some flour. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's, it's just of late, I say enough of them. I come go out like them, 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 as far as I'm concerned, as a rasta man, them only are tolerate with because them can't yeah. do better. Yes, That's yes. what Peter Tash preached all his life, verbally and in his music, for the Rasta man, for the poor people, for Africa. Yeah? That's why I'm saying, oh, if, if, if you're a black man, you're, oh, you're from Africa. Yeah. Yes, as long as you're a black man, I'm a motherland you come from. Yeah, even if you come from germs, money. Yeah, man. Part but, of the world, it is. You know something? Yeah. One, of the, one, one, one of the things I was just saying to my, my, my partner a while ago, Peter, Peter that was just, wasn't, wasn't just how the public, or the news media put in. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. Because we really cast Peter debt. Jamaica had two radio stations, RGR and JBC. But JBC he was about to start one. Well, on, man. JBC was the, the biggest one because they had a, a television station. And that was the only television station we had in Jamaica at that time. Yeah. See, for some reason, business-wise, it went bankrupt, mm-hmm. and it, it, it went on the market. So you had to bid to get to get to get to, to own it. Peter and Free Eye and another man. Doc. Yeah. Doc. And Doc. The guy name is Doc. Yeah. The three of them come together and really started start a business and and use that and, and won the bid. Yeah. And because of eight Rasta from nine from nineteen sixty six when the, the Queen tell them to kill Rasta, 
Yeah, and man. then after the emperor come and, and them claim say Rasta shame them. Yeah. One of the political boys say, them can't afford Jamaica. Only TV station and radio station to go into the honor Rasta. Yeah. See, yeah. that is why Peter Touch and that Free Eye end up dying that same, same day when he died. Yeah, man. man I'll, bring you, I'll bring you deeper into the death of Peter Touch. It's very simple. All you have to do is go and listen to his last album. No nuclear album. Listen to every lyrics, every song on it, and all the answers are there. And furthermore, if you know Peter Tosh, Peter Tosh would have never let anybody put a gas mask over his face, whether in real life or on a picture. On that album, the gas mask is over Peter's face, covering Peter's image. That's unheard of. That's why the album is so very important for people to listen to the lyrical content that Peter... Talking about listening to lyrical content, let's listen to African by Peter Tosh right now. We'll be back with more. No mind your complexion There is no rejection You're an African Cause if your flexion high, high, high Your flexion low And if your flexion in So don't you where you come from As long as you're a black man You're an African No mind denomination That is only segregation You're an African So don't you where you come from As long as you're a black man You're an African No mind your nationality I've got the identity of an African Cause if you come from Brixton And if you come from
Next week, next week is the case. In half a dread, judge to face. In half the eye live in space. I make the doctor then work on him. of Earth. We have on the, the airwaves Sky High in a place called California. The man they call Cuban. And of course, just coming on, on, on the airwaves will be the young warrior they call Jamaica. Jamaica was one of the men who was at the scene when Peter, P- Peter got murdered. Greetings and good, good afternoon, Jamaics. Greetings to the eye. Kibir Amlaka, Meskinim, Teta Tatulu, Holy Eye, Holy Emmanuel Eye. Yes, up, Mikey. Greetings and good Hi, afternoon. Hello, There. Well, Jamaics, you just come, come, come in. So give the listening audience at WPK 89.5 FM. A little preview of the things that went on while you were trotting along with the late great brother Peter. Yes, I give thanks. And first of all, I send a greetings to all the listeners out there who taking in this vibration right now. Well, you know. Let's speak of an incident that happened, you know, it, we were found in, 1930, in 18, 1937, 87 rather, which is 30-something years ago, on that fateful night when um, Peter Tosh got murdered. Basically, you, 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 was on, you, you were on the scene at that, at that time and age. Yes, not only on the scene, but in the, in the scene also. Okay. As I, as I receive uh, three gunshots at the same time, too. Do I live, my Rastafari? To Jabi the glory, my lads. At least the, the, I was a part of the whole thing and can live till this time. To really... Okay, I know I know. To be clear to the world exactly what did take place at that time, other than what they might hear. I might read, which is only rumor or second, second string talking, you know? Choo sure, choo. Sure. Yeah, because one, be go- one of the shots them going on my head, one in on my back, and one right through my leg, you know? Last year. Sky, you wanted to say something. Yeah? Last year. 
You wanted to say something, Sky? No, ma'am. Jamaica, go and talk, man. All right, go and talk, Jamaica. Yeah, well, uh, first of all, my connection to to Peter you now was that, yeah, we know man from long time to Rasta and the whole thing, but when him come inside now the community you now where I did live now, which is now the Barbican area now, where it gets people link up even more. Meaning at times when um, we might have tried on the street and they might roll by, might just touch all their hand and give me a one shout. But to have the affiliation of reaching to him now, they may want certain works done. And they may have certain man from the neighborhood who know if I who could have get the works done. So them link I and a matter of fact, whenever I go to his house to make that link. He's out on the street to see him, and the man was there, and he said, well, then, Peter, to so the man, I can do certain things. Same so time, I must come check him up by my house and thing, you know? Yeah. So within that, now it all develop another closer vibration. When find him, just down the street there. So at times, the man always want me to come, you know, check him out with the and the reason and talk about all kind of things, you know? Yeah. All right. Definitely did happen that this was one of the Friday night now, the Friday when this incident happened, you know? Yeah. That mean we just gonna deal with him. Because I was going back and forth traveling to America, you're taking care of some business there, my van. Try and I did kinda of close to him for that time. I know when he came down and ran him the reason I know when he's going to leave again. Yeah. Yeah. The Friday, in the time to leave out shortly after. So the Friday day, when the incident happened, was the day we go check him now for kind of the him up on, you know? Which is yeah. look for him journey and thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it happened that day until afternoon, turning to early, till with them called brown dust now. So early night just coming down. Mm-hmm. And... They were here, a kind of, there was a kind of, no kind of, there was a knocking on the gate when we expected someone else at the time to come visit him, which is the other man who get, who, who did get murdered also called Free Eye. Free Eye, yes. Free Eye. Yeah, free eye. yeah. So they said to us, I'm going to Free Eye that, you know, so we can go and let him in, you know? Yeah. So anyway, when I reach downstairs and think, uh, you know, downstairs, upstairs, and certain thing, reception area downstairs, grill door, they are the step for go upstairs and thing. Usually visitors and anyone you know, come and stay downstairs and make their announcement and come down and deal with them or make you go deal with them and send them away or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I, when, when I go there now, they tell, tell for me even technical to... Because I'm having to like I let in man and all them here, which is not even so it goes now because the gate is about, it's about a couple of yards, well, maybe not chain or two from the doorway. Yeah. So when I go to the doorway and look down the driveway you now towards the gate now, that's when I see it was a free eye, but it was um, this other bridge in the come check him sometime when we know too. Mm-hmm. And that man's familiar with the place that him could have come in. Yeah. 
Because the gate never locked as bolt and you know, just a gate to just stuff together if you come the regular anyway, you could have just push it and come in, even though some dogs up on the load. So, so this bridge, so the bridge, and I put him come in step forward towards coming up the driveway. And I have a next man with him too. So at the time, I just two man meet right now. You know, like all the other things that go on after a time where you know, say more man did there behind the wall, and I couldn't see what the case might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just the bridge, the man missing on the next one. I walk, I come up to the door. Leper. Mm. Yeah. Even though I'm even though I'm dead and gone now too. Yeah, it's no secret because I'm not from no. I know him personal man. Yeah. Yeah. That boy yeah. and him leper. Yeah. So now, him step up and when I meet to the door. To enter the reception here and now, come in a whole half and I dog them to and think, because the dog them is going away. Anyway, go up the door and reach to the reception area. That's when now, um, me I look to them now and tell them, say, by the time, in my mind now, me I tell them, say, yeah, they can't sit down here, so I'm going to tell Peter, say, only they are you, they are whatever the case might be. But by the time I turn forward, now I look now, it's gone, the man, them pull out, and I, and thing, you know? Wow. Yeah. Don't make no move, I don't, don't say nothing, now what the case might be. And they go on the right, now my neck back, and thing. Mm-hmm. Touch the boy, left for him, know the run is now, and said to the other one, now, say, Peter upstairs, you know? Mm. With Marlene and things like that. Mm. Yeah, but at the time, upstairs was only Marlene, Peter, Santa, and a brother named Doc. Yeah, Doc, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I never did it yet, now I'm wife. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I reach upstairs now, they say, if a man go down on the belly, if a man go up on the floor. Wow. So they set yeah. it up like, a, like it was a robbery? But well, it's a whole much thing, you know, because if it's a robbery, it's a rob man still, you know. Yeah. That more, if you want to jump ahead of the gun still, then now, that more looked like, a, that more was a massacre than a robbery, you know? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Because I remember seven man dead and a six man get shot in the head, you know. Wow. Set up. Yeah. <laughs> well, as it is, you know, it's good for your advice and know that yeah. guys can 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 give Great. that that recording of, of, of that incident from that time because you know. As, yeah. as 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 I was just saying to my my, my partner, I'm bridging that the news me what the news me that to get to the world and I say go. Yeah. No. Yeah. Saying. I was more yeah. people here. It's not so it's good neither. No. Because we know that. In my case, the first newspaper me see from Jamaica was it happened the Friday. They start the morning where a man come check her in at the hospital, and it's like it's a drug deal gone sour. 
<laughs> so you may talk about money was, money was thrown out from the ground and all them kind of way there, you know? Yeah, and this yeah, was yeah. so far from the church. Okay, that was like that part. I'm too tough being a radical man now. People believe all kind of things to say I'm ignorant and I am to think to the man and him poor man. They yeah. even say that the man take rap to him and all them ready and him no want to pay the man now and all them ready, you know? Mm-hmm. So all that was lie, man. All that was lie because, you see, that's why more times you see a reason why maybe a man like I did the pan. see, because that man is a man I know before him come on the back, you know? Wow. Because he was a freak in my neighborhood before he went to prison. Emma. Emma. So he don't know where he got to prison for. Yeah. And it was a film who went up no gun, you know, Peter, where them Peter kept it. I never knew Peter till him come out. He didn't come out because I, I, he, he is the same one. We, we go for Barry Simmons, yeah, go for Barry Simmons, you know. Yes. <laughs> And yeah. they were going on a and back then, and yeah. they were set for Michael Rose and Ron. Michael Rose. Rose. I was waiting for you to say Michael Rose. Okay. Uh. Yeah. And the man, the man, the circle, the man, the same way to, when I said that, you know, because me and Rose, even the pan of vibration to life. Because I need to bring her up first, because when he be black hole and thing, you know, we'd link up and in the neighborhood to and. We just work as one. So we work together and our crew are man still and thing, regardless of how we end up still. That means I get my book and all them look away there. I even can't go give because I'm saying rare, rare and things can't work and thing. He must have joke Luciana too, you know, Mikey. Lepo, he must joke Luciana too. Let me not tell you I saw the man live, money, money, bread, and him Scarface, man, because Scarface bring him towards the thing, you know. Because Scarface, he do one tune for Rita, so him check to them new artists, and I walk around and I talk to man all the while. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Scarface bring him come around when he come out of prison, man. I, yeah. That's why, that's, that's why I put his man up to kill Scarface on the bus. Today, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 It really hurt me, Mikey, when I hear what they were saying about Peter, because you, you're Peter friend, Sky a Peter friend, and me a Peter long time promoter. See, I may tell you, if I'm lying, tell the people, Pe- Peter no like gun. Peter afraid of gun. Am I lying? Yeah, me, you know, I'm going to tell you to ask that now. Yeah. I have a virgin who come up there and say, Yo, Peter, all them well for African spear we have for the wall, you know, them things you can't really and protect, you know. If you all look at one thing, we defend that. And the man's answer was, no, he don't want that, because he's not throwing him pearl to the swine. Exactly yeah. what he did so you now. Yeah. When a man try to give him a gun to keep up at the yard, you know. Mm-hmm. No, man. Peter, he ate gun, he ate cigarette. He ate Babylon. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. tell you, man. Well, and yet, if you know him and they close to him, you find out that the man is a high reverberation like that, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, well, for hours and ends and talk other than just, you know. Virgin and Virgin. Yeah. Let's pause for a moment and let's, and, let's, and let's listen listen to some more, more of Peter Peter touch, touch, touch language and then we can move forward. Yeah. Because a man like me now, 
advertise it and I will advertise it. Peter Tosh, as we uh, celebrate his music, his life, his legacy right here on 89.5 FM. And we are going all the way until one o'clock. And um, Amy is going to be taking over. The night nurse will be taking over at four. But she's sitting in with us right now with Imersai and I. And on the phone lines, we've got uh, Mikey, we've got... uh, Sky High. Sky High and And Audie Wallace. Wallace. And um, we we got into some really heavy stuff talking about the day that... uh, uh, His life was taken. Yeah, his life was taken. And but the legacy lives on. You can't take that away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life journey. Yeah, so the thing come on. Yeah. We were um sitting here after you spoke and we put the music on, recalling memories of that horrible night in the news of 9-11-87. And I was saying how in Brooklyn that night, Burning Spear and Sugar Minot were holding a stage show. Can you imagine? And then Ibang on Saturday morning hearing the news was heading out to Long Island to do radio with Lister. Yeah, and we, we uh, and I ended up, uh, when we got there, Lister was calling all over Jamaica trying to find out what went down. I mean, because Peter Tosh was supposed to start his U.S. tour the very next week, so we were looking forward to that. And it was just, and he was supposed to have a show on Long Island as well. And uh, it was just devastating, totally, totally devastating. Okay, everybody, everybody talking about that night. Okay, you know where I was that night? I was in Zurich, Switzerland, with Diggy Marley, one of the makers. You see, Rita Marley was there with us too. But as I come off the stage, so um, Rita Marley said to us, actually started crying and said to us, if, if you know what's happened, you know, see, Peter just died. Yes, and China, our guitarist, China, mm-hmm. said, at any hole, he said, Santa get shot. And said, yes. And said, you know, Santa died, born up in passport, and now come back to America, to Jamaica. Mm. Yeah. Wow. That night, yeah, man. That night, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. That night, Zurich, the Switzerland. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things about it, a lot of people wouldn't understand the closeness of the friendship of the musicians and artists in that era. Yeah. Yeah, and and period of time, you know, because a lot of people, a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah, yeah. they were from different positions and different areas, but once they get into the studio, everybody's a, everybody's friend. Mm. You know what I mean? And especially if you, if you started from Coxon. <laughs> we have brother and sister, man. We are brother and sister. Man. Yes, it's all big family, yeah. you know. Because, big family. Yeah, as, as a kid, I, I I used to go to Coxon after school. Because there was there was a big mango tree in the yard where it all, <laughs> always you tell you always I go to get man, mango. Yes, I get mango for that tree, no <laughs> Well, well, let's just say you know it's it's just wonderful to have all of you here to celebrate. Peter Tosh, his life and his legacy and his music. And uh, this is from the last album that uh, Peter. Uh, put out before his death and he was coming to tour on that album No Nuclear War 
And we're still dealing with the same issues today. Yep. Right now, at this moment, right now. The same issues today. Mm. But the day the dollar die, you know, things are going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> No more nuclear war. Voice of the late great Peter, Mr. McIntosh. And of course, as we celebrate his legacy, his time, his journey, 
and his works. Kings and queens, princes and princesses, lords and ladies, it's a blessed day to be alive. As we say, peace within your walls and prosperity in your dwellings. It's about our time to make way out of here. Sky High, Jamaics. Yes, I. And the man they call Cuban Wallace. Well, it's a blessing to be in your presence at this moment as we reason about the, the journey and the works of, of our brother. Well, we got, yes, we got, we got uh, about 30 seconds. We just go. got a few minutes left, <laughs> seconds on this, so peace be with you. Well, thank and we'll you. talk once again. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. And um, let's keep Peter in our, in, our, in, our, in our hearts, in our minds, and in our thoughts. Yes, Rastafari. Rastafari, my lord. Blessed Lord. Peace, beauty. Okay. Support for WPKN comes from Fairfield University's Quick Center for the Arts, presenting Ballet Folklorico de Mexico live and in person on Saturday, February 26th at 8 p.m. Celebrating their 70th anniversary season, the performance will include live music, beautiful costumes, and traditional dances. Details and ticket information at fairfield.edu slash tickets or through the box office at 203-254-4010. Support for WPKN comes from the Connecticut Guitar Festival presenting its fifth annual celebration of the people's instrument online and in person at the Westport Public Library. Featuring live concerts, international artists, educational opportunities, and exhibits. Beginning Friday, March 11th through Sunday, March 13th. Classical, rock, folk, world, and jazz. Something for everyone. More details available at (laughs) ConnecticutGuitarFestival.com. On this day in black history, February 26, 1869, the Senate passed the 15th Amendment by a vote of 39 to 13. The 15th Amendment to the Constitution granted African-American men the right to vote by declaring that the right of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of race, color, or previous conditions of servitude. Music Mash is back. WPKN's Music Mash Record Fair is coming back to beautiful downtown Bridgeport on Saturday, March 5th. The place is Reed's Art Space, located at 1042 Broad Street on the large ground floor event space. You will find dealers of vinyls, LPs, 45s, music books, posters, DVDs, T-shirts, and even some swell WPKN merch. Two Roads Brewing and Berlinetta Brewing will be on site. WPKN DJs will be spinning records. If you are a seller interested in renting a table at the event, send us an email to office at WPKN.org. Hours are 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Early bird starts at 8 a.m. Come early for free coffee! And $7 general admission starts at 10 a.m. Students are $5 and kids under 12 are free. It's family friendly too. Lot parking is free right across the street and it's a short walk to Metro North and the Port Jeff Ferry. We hope to see you. Let's get out of the house and even bring a friend. That's why, darling, it's incredible.
Bank on New Haven is an initiative to connect residents with safe and affordable bank accounts. Our goal is to increase the number of banked individuals in New Haven by sharing information about accounts that have no overdraft fees and a low or no monthly cost. However, these accounts are not limited to New Haven. They're available nationwide at our participating banks. We also strive to connect people to free financial education resources in the community. For more information, you can go to cause.org slash bank on. That's C-A-H-S dot org slash B-A-N-K-O-N. Hi, I'm Samantha Donowski, director of Sierra Club, Connecticut. Sierra Club's the nation's oldest and largest environmental organization, and our state chapter has been around since 1972. We value a livable planet, clean air, clean water, wild places, wildlife, as well as equity and justice. We make it our mission to promote the responsible use of the Earth's ecosystems and resources. We're working to protect and preserve Remington Woods, a 422-acre forest right here in Bridgeport. You can find out more about this and our other projects at connecticut.sierraclub.org. Do you know a child struggling to cope following the loss of a loved one? I'm Allison Wysota, founder of Adams House in Shelton, Connecticut. At Adams House, we offer no-cost peer-to-peer grief support for children ages 5 to 18 and their families. Through our eight-week curriculum-based program called Helping Hearts Heal, participants explore their grief feelings through play, art, music, and a warm, caring, and home-like atmosphere. Adams House is conveniently located off Route 8 and is the only freestanding bereavement center in Fairfield County. It is free to all Connecticut residents. To learn more about how you can start your healing journey with Adams House, please visit us at adamshousect.org or call 203-513-2808. This is Gil Scott Heron, hoping that you know who you are, which gets you, which gets you right in line with everything. What you may not know is that this is WPKN 89.5 FM in Bridgeport, Connecticut.
Man, that's Peter Tosh on WPKN Bridgeport. And wow, good afternoon. I'm the night nurse. I'm Amy Wachtel. And I am uh, blown away to take the torch now from Ibong and I'm a Sai because they just did an amazing uh, show, Shift, 
on our uh, 12-hour marathon today honoring Peter Tosh. They had so many guests that were part of Peter's life with information, including that last part with John Mikes, who was there the day Peter was assassinated. So, wow. Um, I think I have a much lighter, <laughs> a lighter show in, um, planned. I'm going to play a lot, a lot of Peter's music, uh, maybe some concerts that were recorded and put on vinyl, and definitely the one that was from my father's place, the legendary club in Long Island in the late 70s and early 80s. And that's when I'll have a couple of people calling in um, to talk about those days. But for starters, thanks for checking in. And we're, we're going to play Peter Tosh's music from various albums, CDs, singles, compilations, maybe some folks who have covered Peter's song, just everything Peter Tosh. In dark places, and I feel 
Keep on walking forward, always backwards, never. Keep on walking. Peter Tosh, Winston Hubert McIntosh, the man we are celebrating on WPKN today, 12 hours. We just heard the first three from Ivang and I'm Messiah. And now I'm the night nurse. I'll carry you through until 7 p.m. And after that, it will be... Um, Sam Hopkins and closing us out, bringing us into the 1 a.m. hour 
Icon. And we give thanks to Icon. This was his idea. And from an idea to reality, here we are today. Good afternoon. I hope you're having a good Saturday, a good strong front as opposed to weekend. You know, Peter Tosh was very famous for his wordplay and taking words into a deeper context and on one level taking them at face value and on the other level going so deep with them. So instead of having a weak, W-E-A-K, end, why not have a strong beginning? Uh, we're going to take a listen to the album called Captured Live. We'll listen to the first side of it, recorded at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles in 1984. WPKN, Night Nurse, Peter Tosh, thanks for checking in.
Hello, LA, Los Angeles. Very good, very, very good to be here once more. This one was just a warning. The Surgeon General wants cigarette smoking is deadly and dangerous and cancerous, a hazard to your health. Does that mean anything to you? We are going to legalize marijuana, yeah.
Recorded live in 1984 at Los Angeles's Greek Theater. That is Peter Tosh. The album is called Captured Live. And that was around the time he was transitioning from the Rolling Stones record label onto EMI. This is on the EMI label, which uh, would prove to be the final label that he was associated with, unhappily so. Peter um, was in the midst of either trying to sue them and or leave them. But this was a transitional album, and the tracks we heard, Get Up, Stand Up, which, by the way, a lot of people think of Bob Marley as the author to that anthem. And the truth is, it's a co-collaboration. It's a collaborative effort. Peter is a co-writer as well. So it's his song as, as, as well and as much as it is Bob's Get Up, Stand Up, African, Bush Doctor, and Coming In Hot. I hope we're coming in hot on 89.5 FM today, WPKN, and streaming live, WPKN.org, and our app, WPKN Live, as we salute, celebrate, honor, remember Peter Tosh, one of the founding members of the Whalers, alongside Bob Marley and Bunny Whaler. And then Peter went on to his own solo career, and his backing band was known as Word Sound Power, which is also part of Peter's, you know, um, innate ability to take language and break it down and show what a word really means or really sounds like. And that's what words sound power. Words are very important and they're very powerful. And that's why we have to watch our language and look at our words because they matter. They have a vibrational impact. So his backing band was called Word Sound Power. And um, it went through a few changes, but included were... Originally, Sly and Robbie. Al Anderson was in it for a minute. Sticky Thompson, Keith Sterling, Mikey Chung. And then when Sly and Robbie left to go on the road with Black Yahuru, drum and bass became Santa Davis and Fully Fullwood, who, you know, were part of that for a long time. I think Tony Chin. You know, little changes here and there, but that, that those those names were with Peter. I'm the Night Nurse. Thank you for tuning in. I'm generally here on Fridays, so perhaps I'm meeting some new people or new people are meeting me or old people are meeting me. Um, my name is Amy Wachtel, known as the Night Nurse, um, have been supporting and playing and loving reggae music for a very long time. And when Icon invited me to be a part of today's celebration 12 hours to peter tosh i said yes thank you very much and uh if anyone has a request you can give us a call if i had the phone number in front of me i would tell you what it was i believe it is 203-331-9756 if you want to hear one of your favorite peter tosh songs and uh yeah so now we're gonna go to some music from there's a box set a great box set called honorary citizen on the columbia's legacy label that was put out um in around 1997 it you know has music going back to the 60s 70s 80s and uh roger steffens who was on with ibang and i'm Messiah earlier 
today. He had a little hand in producing this release. So here's some early Jamaican single from Mr. Tosh, Mr. Touch, Mr. McIntosh on WPKN. Because it said, here comes the judge, see? And that does not mean the judge in what they call in our colonial judiciary system, see, our imperial judiciary system. I mean, the judge of righteousness. Here comes the judge. Hear ye him. Oh yeah, oh yeah, God save the African king. Anyone have anything to say before this just judge? Come say it now and say it like you're glad. Not like you're mad. For this judge have no mercy. In this time, in this session, silence in the court. The court's in this session, silence in the court. The court's in this session, silence in the court. The court's in this session. Christopher Pombalos. Yes, sir. Francis Drake. Yes, my lord. Bartholomew de las Casas. Honor. Vasco da Gama, Your Majesty. Alexander, so called the Great. I am here, sir. I am here. John Hannon. Sir. James Grant. Your Honor. David Livingstone. Yes, President Miranda. President. John Constantine. Yes, sir. Henry Martin. Your Honor. Yes, Polo. Yes, sir. Now say after me. I solemnly swear that the evidence I shall give shall be the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Silence in the court. The court's in session. 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 Silence in the court. Wow! Echo the 
His Majesty, Briganja be free for you and for me. Says smoke up the weed and praise His Majesty. Legalize it, yeah, yeah. And I, I can legalize it now the east. Say have a big feast. Legalize it now the west. It good for the stress. Legalize it now the north. Doctor tell you say it's smart. Legalize it now the south. Say buy a big Legalize it.
one of Peter Tosh's signature songs that was a remix made by the Dub Club out in L.A. for Record Store Day around 2011 with Ranking Joe. the sun here comes the sun and I say it's all right little darling the smiles are returning to their places little darling it seems like years since they've been there but 
Tasha's Jamaican singles that I've gotten off the box set called Honorary Citizen. Honorary Citizen is a three CD box set and it's divided into disc one called Jamaican Singles, disc two live, and disc three hits and classic album cuts. And uh, here's something I believe Roger wrote about Tosh, poet, philosopher, preacher, prophet. With his songs as his arsenal and his voice as his weapon, Peter Tosh torched a path through popular music. A true visionary, he addressed issues and themes that often placed him in the company of controversy. But Peter Tosh, but controversy fueled Peter Tosh. Tosh wrote and sang and performed his heart out, driven only by his idealism and desire to affect change. In the process, he became, with his partners Bob Marley and Bunny Whaler and their band The Whalers, not only one of the great reggae artists of all time, but a beacon in the worlds of rock, rap, and R&B. And all it cost him was his life. Thank you. 
You're listening to WPKN Bridgeport.
Presser Man, Peter Tosh, from his great album Equal Rights, 1977, that originally came out 
And we've been talking about, as we salute and honor and celebrate Peter today, that he was a wordsmith. He really knew how to break down a word. Um, He understood the importance of words. Down Presser Man is a perfect example, you know, rather than um, oppression. Oppression sounds like up, and up is a positive thing. There's nothing good about oppression. So he created the term Down Presser downpresser. All right. And we heard That's What Friends Are For from the album Wanted, Dread and Alive. And earlier, Ibang and Imasaya had um, Roger Steffens on. And Roger was both speaking live over the phone from LA and Ibang was playing an interview Peter did with Roger many, many years ago. So in the interview... That was from either the late 70s or early 80s. He talked about um, that's what friends will do. And he broke down the word friends. And it's in a way that I'm not even sure I could. But his point was saying a friend could be an enemy. That's exactly who could turn you in. And that's what happened to him. I can't really say it was a friend, but it was someone who knew him that came in his home and took his life and assassinated him. And that album, Wanted, Dread, and Alive, you know, is brilliant graphics. It's like a uh, wanted poster for a criminal. In fact, the back of the album has Peter's fingerprints and, you know, what was done to him when brought into the police station. The graphics for Wanted, Dread, and Alive were done by Neville Garrick, the art direction and the graphics. And Neville is known for many of Bob Marley and the Whalers covers and artwork and and banners, backdrops when Bob performed live. So want to give a shout out to Neville Garrick. Mama Africa LP, we heard Where You Gonna Run. And we started off with a 12-inch version of Buckingham Palace. And there's a few versions of that song, even a few different 12-inch, you know, one's more disco-y and than the one we heard, not so much. And that is when Peter was with Rolling Stone Records when he worked with uh, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. I'm the night nurse. I'm Amy Wachtel. Thank you for checking in today as we honor, celebrate the life of Peter Tosh, his music. Ibang and Messiah had some amazing guests and conversations. Uh, Nyambi Tosh, Peter's daughter, was on. Roger Steffens was on. Sky High who uh, works with the Marleys but has been an integral part of the behind the scenes for many, many, many years with I think almost all the whalers and uh, escorted the melody makers into um, touring and things of that nature. He still tours with some of the Marley children. He just keeps, he keeps an eye out and he has... Um, a digital book out. I mean, he has pictures with almost anyone and everyone, not just in reggae, but in the music world and the political world, because all those kind of people come to check for the Marley lineage. Um, he also had Jamaica on, who was there the day Peter was shot. So that's amazing. The guests that I'm hoping to have, if I do work the phones over the console here properly. I am going to have Epi Michael Epstein, who was the owner of the legendary Long Island nightclub called My Father's Place, better known as MFP. 
He and my guy, David Barham, who was second in command there for many years, I'm going to try to get them to join us in this program to talk about the famous concert when uh, Peter was playing the club, and it's when he was associated with the Stones. So everyone thought the Rolling Stones were going to be there, and there was this gigantic convergence on the city, on the village of Old Roslyn, where my father's place was. And there were just so many stories. And beyond just that particular night, David and Epi spent time and worked with Peter and have great stories and... We are going to play the concert that was live at MFP in 1978. It's floated around the internet here and there, and now it's on vinyl. And uh, we're going to play that as before my shift is over, which is at 7 p.m. So that's some of the layout, some of the lay of the land here at WPKN. Hope you're having a good Saturday afternoon, or if you're in a different time zone, different state, different um, country, or a different planet, I hope it's all going well. And I'm going to play a few cover songs now, bands that played songs of Tosh, and yeah, I think we're going to give that a little whirl, and I hope you'll enjoy seeing who has uh, covered him that you might not have been aware of. But that isn't one of them. Here I go again. If you were with me yesterday on my regular show, which is Rockers Arena on Friday, I was tripping over these turntables. Not the turntables, the CD. Okay. All right. This is CD2. Okay, cool. Um, As I said, we're going to listen to some Tosh cover songs. Jerry Garcia Band, Stop That Train, PKN. And it won't be too long Whether I'm right or 
Pirate 
teaching youth about pirate Morgan, and you said he was a great man. You're teaching youth about Christopher Columbus, and you said he was a very great man. You're teaching youth about Marco Polo, you said he was a very great man, so you can't blame the youth, you can't I ain't 
Tosh covers that was S S H H with Get Up Stand Up Shush, comprised of at the time Zach Starkey, Shush, uh, Glenn Matlock, and Paul Cook of the Sex Pistols. They put out an album called Issues. It's all covers of various bands, and included is. Peter Tosh's Get Up Stand Up. There was a charity event back in 2016 in England where they're based. And I happen to be there, so I have this album. And Holly Cook sang back up with them. And they went on, Shush and Zach, to establish the Trojan Jamaica label, which uh, has actually managed to capture a lot of the reggae greats who have passed away in the past few years they got like their last great recording, such as Uroy, such as Toots, such as Robbie Shakespeare. So um, interesting and amazing that they had covered Peter's song and then really parlayed their um, creative lives, very dedicated to reggae music, dedicated their creative lives. That's what I said, right? Yeah. And also it's worth saying that um, in October... Starting in 2016, there had been an annual Peter Tosh event. Um, They opened a museum in Kingston by the Pulse nightclub, Kingsley Cooper. I'm pretty sure that nothing has gone on in the past year or so because of COVID. But up until COVID, um, there was always an annual event. And I believe Shush and Zach did something there as well. Eddie Fitzroy with a cover of Burial. Ben Harper did You Can't Blame the Youth, and we started that set with the Jerry Garcia band, Stop That Train. And I want to thank Dr. Taubman. He had loaned this to me years ago, a Peter Trosh tribute album with, you know, some of the artists I just named, as well as his sons, Tosh One and Andrew Tosh, have tracks, Tippa Irie, Martha Davis, Daddy Roots, and it's unclear to me if it was ever officially released. It exists. I put a picture of it up on the Rockers Arena with the Night Nurse Facebook page, if you remember. Um, but I don't know, but it, it exists. How, how many of it exists, how many copies, I'm not sure. So this is the Peter Tosh Marathon on WPKN. We had Ibong and I'm Messiah from 1 to 4. I will be with you for another hour until 7. 
Sam Hopkins will carry the swing from 7 to 10, and then Icon brings us into the wee small hours of the morning from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. I mentioned I'm going to bring in hopefully two guests who are going to talk about working with Peter and about a special night at the nightclub called My Father's Place back in 1978. So I'm going to get the concert started. We're going to play that now. And while that's happening, I'll fool around with the phones and bring them on as soon as, um, as, soon as I can. All right, so give thanks. Glad you're here. And uh, Peter Tosh. Thanks, ma'am. Good evening, everyone. I'm Dennis McNamara from LIRFM. It is with great pleasure tonight we present a gentleman who records the Rolling Stone Atlantic Records. The current album is Bush Doctor. For the first time ever live on WLIRFM, would you please give a warm welcome? to Peter Tosh.
Okay, we are in the middle of listening to a live concert from 1978 that was recorded at my father's place in the village of Old Roslyn and broadcast on WLIR. I am hoping now that I have Mr. David Barham on the line with us. Hello. Hello. How are you, Amy? We have you. All right. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm so happy. I'm grateful Sam taught me how to do this. I'm grateful you're there. I got no answer at Epi's, so um, I'm not quite sure what to do, whether I should release you and call you both back in a few minutes, or if you'd like to, you know, you're mentioned on the liner notes here. (laughs) I am. You are. Um, if you, I was there. I remember. Okay. So what do you remember of this night that Peter Tosh was at <laughs> my father's place in 1978, the summer of 1978? Yeah. So it was July. I remember it was a weekend. And we had two nights with Peter Tosh and his band Word, Sound, and Power. And it was sold out in advance. And typically, you know, reggae music at my father's place was a very big deal. Peter Tosh was the biggest of the big at the time. So having Peter come to my father's place to play two sold-out shows with a great band, I knew was going to be a very exciting weekend. And I was thrilled to be part of it. And I knew that WLIRFM, the local radio station, was as part of their live radio series. They tried to record many shows at my father's place. They did record many shows. They had a mobile truck that would park on the side of the building, and we would run lines from the stage and from the house board directly to the truck where it would be mixed in stereo. And uh, they had agreed to do a radio concert with Peter Tosh. That was kind of unusual. Reggae music on LIR was, you know, a, a bit out there for them, but Peter Tosh transcended, I think. And um, so, yeah, it was going to be a great weekend. And then, <laughs> unfortunately or fortunately, you know, Peter Tosh had recently signed a record deal with the Rolling Stones record label. I think he may have been the first outside artist other than the Rolling Stones to be on that label, and that was a big deal. And the Rolling Stones were touring. And that was a huge deal. They were playing, you know, stadiums. And unfortunately or fortunately, their schedule, which was well known to the public, had a night off on the the night that Peter Tosh was playing my father's place. And so there were rumors for days that the Rolling Stones were going to show up and play with their uh, their new signee, Peter Tosh. We knew it wasn't happening. Epi was in close contact with Peter's management and with the folks at Rolling Stone Records who had recently taken over, you know, helping his recording career. That would have been Jane Rose and her office staff at Rolling Stone Records. And the Rolling Stones, you know, they they used to hang at my father's place quite a bit. Keith and Ron Wood both hung out at my father's place. Kind of hard to believe now when I look back on it, but on Monday nights when we would have two or three hundred people in the club, we would frequently have Ron and Keith sneak in a back door and hang out in a corner. And they were always super cool and super nice. All they wanted to do was listen to reggae music. I think the first time they showed up, 
I was fainting. It was a Gregory Isaacs show, and <laughs> I'm sitting downstairs in the dressing room with, you know, 40 dreads, and the air is thick with marijuana smoke. You can hardly see. And all of a sudden, I see Epi walk in with Keith Richards. And it was pretty, pretty, pretty surprising and pretty exciting. And, you know, you try really hard to maintain your composure and not go running up to him and act like an idiot. And you also want him to feel comfortable. So, And you're anyway, someone they, who they worked with, I just want to interject. I love that you said that because working at the club and working on the road, you met a lot of famous people. So, you know, this is a whole other level. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't really a big deal to meet famous people, but, you know, we're talking about the Rolex. Right. It was a little right. different. <laughs> it was a little different. As it turned out, as it turned out, Keith would hang in that area because his son, well, his, it's a long story, but Keith had a son, and his son lived with Keith's father. And Keith's father lived on the North Shore of Roslyn and went to summer camp in Roslyn. And so Keith would come out in the summertime often to hang out with his father and with his son. And um, that's how he started. And he heard about reggae night at my father's place, and he was a huge reggae fan, and so he wound up coming down all the time. Anyway, so now it's back to Peter Tosh playing my father's place. Well, we knew there were rumors that that the Rolling Stones were going to be playing, but we also knew there were false rumors the New York Post, the morning of the show, published a piece in their page six gossip column, which was very widely read, that said, we understand Mick and the boys are going to be out at Long Island on my father's place with the Peter Tosh show tonight. And and so that did it. <laughs> you know, that was all we needed. There were thousands of people in the street in front of my father's place. Thank goodness it was a rainy night or I think they would have burned the building down trying to get it. We 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 caught a guy. I think Epi caught a guy sneaking in through the air conditioning duct, and somebody <laughs> somebody got pushed through the front window of the club, and we had a, nobody got hurt, but we had to replace the glass, and it was it was quite a scene. And all of that hysteria for the Rolling Stones was undeserved, but the show was so great. Peter Tosh was just a great performer, had had a world class band. I mean, you couldn't get a better band of musicians to play. So, I mean, you know, all you have to do is listen to that tape. There's, you know, there's no overdubs on that. That that was just a live concert in a nightclub that, you know, that they played. And it wasn't even like a special night to them. It was the middle of a tour. But they, the band smoked. Peter was unbelievable. He was, he would get transcendent on stage. He would, you know, spin in circles like a shaman and really like become someone else. It was it was always great to watch. I, I had the privilege, the pleasure of working with Peter a number of times. I saw a lot of shows live. He was always on. He always did it. So this was no exception. The, the good news is it's recorded. So, Well, that is the good news, and that after all these years, it made its way to vinyl even. Um, I do want to say we are WPKN Bridgeport. I'm the night nurse, and we are talking with David Barham, who, aside from being my boyfriend, <laughs> historic... What? what? Who? Don't tell. <laughs> don't tell my other boyfriend that you're my boyfriend. But um, he happens to have had a rich history with my father's place, with Peter, and a number of other reggae acts. I think on the liner notes, in fact, it talks about you working with Spear and Big Youth 
and that's where you had previously worked with Peter, you know, prior to this night at the club. Yeah. So actually, the first time I worked with Peter was, I'm going to say 19, early 1977, I believe it was. I had just started working with Epi at my father's place. Before that, I was in the concert promotion business, but I worked for a company that did rock music concerts. So I would work with Jay Giles Band or Santana, stuff like that, but I did not know reggae music. I started working with Epi. He instantly, because there was a reggae night at my father's place, and Epi was bringing in every reggae act he could. Monday nights at club. my father's Monday place. Night yeah, that's what. And he was me also on. tied in with a with a you know United States network, small network. There were only a couple of people that were really promoting reggae across the country. Um, anyway, so I started working with Epi, and within a couple of months. He said to me, hey, we're going to Jamaica. I want you to come with us. I said, what do you mean we're going to Jamaica? Sure, of course I'm coming, but, you know, what are we doing? So it's him and his good friend Warren Smith, who was a concert promoter and a um, recording company enthusiast. He had started a record label called Epiphany on the West Coast in San Francisco. Warren and Epi had arranged to rent space in a government in a Jamaican government owned hotel in Trelawney Beach, which was in Falmouth, sort of between Ocho Rios and Montego Bay, if you're if you've been to Jamaica before. So there was this hotel with a ballroom, and Epi and Warren were promoting some reggae musicians. So they explained it to me in a very low key manner, you know, I, I really didn't know what I was getting myself into. But they said, come, because we need help to put the show on. So I did. It was my first time in Jamaica. My first time meeting Warren Smith, I believe. Um, my first time working with reggae musicians. My first time seeing live reggae music. And it was, you know, just a couple of guys, just a couple of bands. It was Peter Tosh, Gregory Isaacs, Culture, <laughs> Burning Spear, uh, The Mighty Diamonds played. <laughs> Who am I leaving out? Soul Syndicate. I mean, it was, it was just unbelievable. Big Youth. It was three days. I, I don't think I slept for an hour. And um, I, I came away from the island transformed. I was just a different person after that experience. And um, so that was the first time I worked with Peter. There's actually, I've seen it recently, there's five-minute clips of Peter Tosh's performance at that Trelawney Beach Festival um, I, I think online it says it was 1978, but I believe it was 1977 myself. Anyway, it's great footage. It's very cool. It was filmed by a French TV company, I believe. I don't know if they ever aired it, but it is on the Internet. You can, you can find pieces of it. Anyway, so that's the first time I worked with Peter Tosh. And then later, Epi put together a tour and sent me out as the road manager, sort of, for, for the band's. And it was Peter Tosh headlining with Burning Spear and Big Youth as the opening act. And we started down south in, I seem to remember being in Coconut Grove, Florida, for some rehearsals. And then we played shows up the eastern seaboard, Atlanta, Washington, Virginia, you know, Philadelphia, New York, Boston, Maine, Montreal, Toronto, and it was just an amazing experience. So then do later, you remember yeah. what album 
if any, Peter would have been supporting mm. at that time? So I think that was just prior to the Rolling Stones signing him. Mm. Hmm. So what would that have been? Equal rights? That would rights? be CBS, one of the, which is 77. Yeah, that could be yeah, based I'm on gonna what say you're saying. Was, yeah. I'm going to say Equal Rights was probably his latest album at the time. And then I recall... We went to the West Coast. We may have broken up the tour. It may have been, Peter may have done some shows by himself, and Youth and Burning Spear may have done some shows. But I remember, again, this time Warren was doing the shows. We started in San Diego and worked our way up the West Coast, you know, up into um, Northern California and above. So, you know, got to got to see a lot of Peter Tosh shows in that time in a small time frame. And and you know, know him a little bit, get to know him a little bit, which was quite amazing. Right. So what what could you share from that? You know, there's one thing I said earlier when I was sitting in with Ibong and I'm Messiah, um, and he had guests on the phone from Jamaica. I feel like you, Herbie Miller, anyone who really knew Peter, talks about his sense of humor, which gets so buried, you know, with his militant um, activist side. Well, he was a very funny man, and um, he he was a scary man. I was I was a little in awe. He was very tall. He was he was you know large. He towered over me, and he was older than me, and. Um, and he would, you know, he would say things like, oh, here comes David, come to slay Goliath, you know, meaning himself. And he would always make me laugh, whatever he was talking about. He always had a smile on his face, but he was very tall and imposing, and he had a steely-eyed grin, and, and, and he could stare at you, and he had a very deep, imposing voice. And he, he was theatrical. Much, you know, you know who else had that same theatrical quality was Bunny Whaler, and maybe because they grew, you know, they grew up spending so much time together, maybe they sort of learned it from each other. But he had the ability to speak in a way that would silence you and, you know, and and sort of awe you a little bit. But he was a very sweet guy, very nice man. You know, liked him very much. Always, always funny. Always fun to be around. Which is interesting because. You know, there's the stories are that in later in life he was depressed. You know, he had been beaten at the hands of the police and had health problems too. So, but I saw no sign of that. I just saw him a happy guy who was a great musician too. Right, right. So you know what? I'm going to put some of the LIR show on the air now. So continue with some music, and if you're willing, we'll talk some more. After, in fact, you can. I'll hang up, and I can call you again in a little bit. How's that sound? Sure. Because I'm sure you have more to share. And if I get okay. Epi on the line and have the two of Ooh, you, then we're all in for a bit. So let, <laughs> let me work Sounds on good. that. Okay, David Barham, okay. PKN, honoring the Steppenraiser, Mr. Peter Tosh. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
I'm like a flashing light. You were too much my size. I'm dangerous, dangerous. I'm like a flashing light. You don't watch my size. I'm dangerous.
listening to a Peter Tosh concert recorded live in 1978 at my father's place. And I'm hoping that we now have the legendary epi of the legendary MFP on the line. Are you there? Hello? I'm here. You're there. Okay. How are you? I'm good, Epi. You enjoying this live concert that you're playing? <laughs> I hope the audience is. I'm a little busy playing with telephone knobs. Mm. So, okay, night nurse, ask me questions, and I'll answer them. Okay, we also have your um, friend David Barham on the line, who's already David, spoke. David, how are you, man? Hey, Epi. <laughs> Blows and skirt. <laughs> <laughs> So, nice to hear your voice, David. So, night nurse, what can what can I tell you? I think you can reflect upon the night of this concert, which David did a little bit. Um, number one, David was very instrumental in this concert. But before we get into that, yes, I would like to 
let your audience know a little history Please. of how this, this concert happened. And uh, we had planned plenty of trips to Jamaica, where uh, we went to the Chila Bay and we discovered reggae music in the early 70s. And um, we brought reggae back to, to New York. And um, we, we started to find bands in the tri-state area that could back up the names or that we would f- pay for uh, their airfares. And, and lo and behold, we created a night, a scene, where both West Indians and, and Americans, you know, American whites, we didn't see any Afro-Americans, but we did see 50% West Indians come out uh, on a, was David was it a Monday or Tuesday night? I don't remember what night no, we did. Monday right nights. It was Monday, Monday, Monday night. night. You're Monday right. Night. You created night. that. Right after. And I got that ordinarily we would have not much business at all. We probably would be closed. But right. um, yeah, we took a we took a dead night and made it a a great night. And as we became more and more famous with names we were doing like Augustus Pablo and and uh, Gregory and Dennis. Etc. Uh, I got a call from the Rolling Stones manager, Jane Rose, who I knew <laughs> from before she was rolling, managing the Rolling Stones. And she said, look, I'm really serious about this. I have Keith coming out with, with Ron Wood. And I want two security guards around the table. I don't want anyone bothering them, looking at them or touching them. And I want a bottle of, bio, miles of, of uh, Myers rum, 100% proof on the table. I, I was terrified. I mean, the way she, she gave me orders, you know, like it was scary. And I had no she idea was what scary. was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and so by the time they came out in a station wagon, and there were about five or six of them, Keith came up to me and says, look, lose the table. Put the, bar, the, put the rum back behind the bar. We'll buy our own drinks. Everything's cool. I was so relieved. It's like I didn't expect it to be that easy. And that was the first of many nights that Keith Richards and Ron Wood would come out on a, on, on a reggae night and hang out with us. That's right. So, so okay. I remember that, that Keith Richards' son lived somewhere on the North Shore and went to summer camp in Roslyn, right? Um, what happened was uh, Keith's son was going to, to school at Friends Academy. Um, and so Keith rented a, 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 a small villa, as you call it. It was a, it was a big-sized house in Old Brookville. Uh, and uh, Marlon is now a very famous banister in, in England. And, right. uh, and um, yes, it was, it was Keith. It was Keith's father who right. uh, was a Amen. former longshoreman, Bert, and Anita Pallenberg, and they were all living in this right. house. That's right. Um, so the reason I'm giving your audience this, 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 this history, uh, Night Nurse, is because it's important to know that, the, that Keith, Keith Richards and Ron Wood, they felt comfortable. They'd get on stage. They'd sing. They'd grab girls out of the audience and dance with them. And, and, and it seemed like no one really cared that a Rolling Stone was in the audience because – they were so into their reggae scene that it didn't matter, you know? And it was sort of comfortable and nice. It was a nice scene. 
And it was around that time that that Mick Jagger decided he was going to start a record label called Rolling Stone Records. And they were looking for an artist to produce because rather than doing a Rolling Stones album uh, record, they wanted to produce someone else. And they wanted to they wanted to actually they they had their their sights set on key on on, on uh, two artists. One was Dennis Brown. The other one was Gregory Isaacs. So you're telling us that Peter was a consolation prize? That is exactly correct. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, they scored. <laughs> as a matter of fact, uh, as a matter of fact, when I suggested it after they realized that they weren't going to be able to do. Uh, D. Brown or or uh, Gregory because of their drug problems. That uh, I said, what about Peter Tosh? He's got a couple albums out. He was in a band with Bob Marley and, and Buddy Livingston, and that's not you know we really don't like that. They really wanted a, a gangster singer, you know. They wanted someone that was a tough guy like themselves. But uh, after two or three phone calls, they said, ah, okay set it up. So I called Peter. I said, Peter, the Rolling Stones want to produce your album. And so Peter said this, I'm on Don't Need No Rolling Stone. I'm on Big Reggae Star. Now, that sort of shocked me. I don't know if he knew who the Rolling Stones were or not. He must have known who they were. But uh, it forced Keith and Mick to go to Jamaica to meet with him because Mick, because Peter wasn't coming to meet the Rolling Stones. <laughs> That's the end of the story I wanted to tell you. So now we can. Now you can ask me questions. Well, generally, the great part about talking to you is that I don't need to ask you questions, oh, Effie. Okay. You really have the stories. Um, and in I case I, you, well, oh. you did say something on top uh, on top of the hour, and I w You said, "Well, tell us about this great concert." The right, this WLIR show. Yes. We were selling okay. tickets. Uh, it, it, it was a, a weekday. Uh, we were selling tickets because Peter had already played David, what, twice, three times? And I'm going to say this might have been his third time there. Yeah. So, you know, we, we already had an audience for Tosh. It wasn't going to be a big night. It was going to be like 100, 150 people. But the album was out, and we were playing Walking Don't Look Back on LIR. But oh. the thing was is that the show did sell a lot of tickets and not sold out but in the morning at about 10:30 I got to the club and somehow there were about 40 people waiting outside to get in I thought that that was very weird and I, I started inquiring and I found out that that Lou O'Neill Jr from the Daily News had put an article in Mick tonight at my father's place and I immediately called Mr. Barham, and I said, David, what are we going to do? It's going to be a riot here. And David said, <laughs> "What? do you remember what happened then, Dave? I just, I just remember driving really quickly to get to the club, <laughs> and, that it was, and that it was pandemonium for the whole day. And, yeah, and, I and remember, thank God it rained that night, Amy, because... Yes, I remember you. it rained. I remember the police were on horseback in the street in front of the club. I think you fished a guy out of the air conditioning duct. Yeah, there were guys that were stuck in the air conditioning duct, which it was a warm night, and we needed it on, <laughs> yeah. but someone was going to get crushed yeah, trying yeah, to get through the, 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 the actual ducking outside. It was a crazy night. But the music was great. 
So I don't remember hearing the concert. As a matter of fact, I think the first time I heard the concert was when I heard the WLAR radio broadcast recording. Audio by Zimit. Yeah, so Audio by Zimit, right. We're very, we're very honored that people at Rockbeat Records were able to remaster this and put it out. It's amazing. I mean, it's it's really been a thing of legend, you know, for all these years, and now here it is on vinyl. Limited is what I understand, though. Is that well, right? I don't know how limited it is. I mean, you could get it at Rockbeat. There is a, a record store that bought, and I don't know the name of it. I guess I could tell you because I can look at one or the other. And um, they bought they bought three hundred of these uh, what we call picture discs. Uh, where it's clear vinyl, and um, and there's a little bit of, of, of color in it, and uh, I mean they're going to sell them. Yeah, I think I have a yeah I have a I have a label on. I just David, this is your copy I'm looking at. Well, while you're you. looking, I uh, want to mention I have it's a. Called, it's called the neck. The labels. The company's called Newberry Comics. <laughs> Green inside or clear color in color vinyl limited edition of 300 so they purchased 300 of these well all right i want to tell you number one newberry comics started on newberry street in boston and then right. and was like a hip 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 store familiar. right you know and they had this cute little logo of little like sort of punky smiling faces saying it's on there it's, it's right wicked on the, it's oh on it's label. we had a wicked the guy good with time a crown with some teeth right okay so you have that so and then they expanded and there's many newberry comics there's even one i think in roosevelt field in long island however aside from this fancy one the one we're playing on the radio here at pkn is black vinyl, um, and I got mine online. I don't remember from who, and I saw VP sells it too. So it's out there, and it's suddenly out there. But I don't know, you know, well, how many. Well, if I anyone see that. Wants to purchase the record? It's Rockbeat Records. They can look it up. All right, online. we're on. We're on non-commercial radio. We can't really discuss uh, so we're not allowed purchases. To <laughs> well, no, but you can't discuss prices or oh, purchases. God, then everything I've done in the last five minutes is dangerous. No, you're talking about, well, it's uh, like a step and razor. Peter Tosh, don't you watch his size? He's dangerous. What's interesting, I see that Dennis, who wrote the liner notes, Dennis McNamara, who he was the David program Diamond director. Who's in the, the back there as well. Let's talk over each other. Um, yes, David has mentioned. What I wanted to say, though, Dennis, who was, of course, the program director of WLIR, the the liner notes say 2014, so it sounds like this has been kicking around for a while. That's Although right. it, this is well, this was a, a, a compact disc. Oh. And um, I guess it would have stayed a compact disc, except just the the supply and demand for vinyl years later uh, led itself to where we right, are today. Right, right. That makes a lot of sense, Epi. All right. Um, David, describe who Epi is. I feel like I didn't give him a proper introduction. Oh, that's, uh, that, that's not important. It's important because we have people listening. <laughs> they might not know, and they need to know why and who. Okay. Well, I, I'm happy to introduce my brother, Michael Irwin <laughs> Epi Epstein, who took a bowling alley and, a, and an old man's bar playing country music in Roslyn, New York, and single-handedly turned it into a seven-night-a-week live music venue 
that attracted fans from all over the metro area to a little town called Roslyn. The name of the club was My Father's Place. Epi not only created that club, Epi also created the reggae market that you know. It was one of the very earliest of promoters of reggae. Epi, stop moving around. Epi, you're on making the, on the East microphone Coast. noise. Hello? Sorry, hear? yeah, Epi's doing something and it's making sense. I'm sounds. sorry, I was... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I forgot I'm on the radio. <laughs> okay. Forgive me. You're forgiven. So, so Epi was, as he mentioned, he would bring over artists that we hadn't heard of. He turned me on to reggae. I, I considered myself a music aficionado. I thought I knew what was going on. But I didn't even know who Bob Marley was until I started working with Epi. Um, he's not only responsible for reggae on, you know, in Long Island and in the metro area, but also punk music, jazz music, rock and roll music, you know, everybody from Bruce Springsteen to Patti Smith to B.B. King to Stanley Tarantino, you know, played My Father's Place in addition to Peter Tosh. Right. So although we're paying tribute to Peter, because we have Epi on the line, I felt he required and deserves some tribute. Epi's reach was wider than than the reggae market, yes. So, And he and also hosted a reggae show on LIR, the Punky Reggae Party. So, all right, I'm going to return to the concert, to the music. Say, I suggest every one of your audience go to Showtime and watch Dare to be Different, which, is, which tells a lot about the alternative radio station we had in the 80s. Okay, and I'm going to mention that I recommend people try to find Steppen Razor Red X, which was a documentary made after Peter passed. I um, I tried looking for it online because I was separated from my DVD, and I found it on YouTube. But it's a little weird; it has Spanish subtitles, so it's you know, it's just it's not the best recording. But it it is something if you want to watch something about Peter or learn something or, you know, it's just another piece of of material to help flesh out the Peter Tosh story. Can we mention one other thing, kids, and that is that we did Peter Tosh at the Island Music Center concert. Dave, can you talk about that a little bit? I, you know what? I remember a couple of other shows with Peter. Didn't we also do a show at the Calderon Concert Hall? Oh, no, no. Island Music Center was in Jamaica. That was Comac. Oh, oh, you're referring to the to the festival that you were talking yeah. to. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. I the Island Music Center. You were on he the talked place. about it, it when we couldn't center, find it. In the center of Jamaica at the Trelawney Hotel. Tell me who you remember performing there that night. Well, Those Peter four, played, and I don't, I don't remember anyone else who played. <laughs> but it was, a, it was a two-day festival. It was a two-day festival, but but Fern, but Fern Gully was washed out by a bad storm. There was a lot of rain, so a lot of people I couldn't get there. Three days, three, and I remember correct. Tosh it was three, three, yeah, and Burning Spear, mm-hmm. and Gregory Isaacs. And Soul Syndicate, and Culture, Big youth. and the Mighty Diamonds. Big youth. Big youth. And and I want to I want to let your audience know, Night Nurse. This was years before 
Sunsplash or the company that ran Sunsplash, which was called Synergy, Synergy. which worked for the Jamaican government. Right. It was Epi, actually you're the a, first, you're always a first of its kind reggae festival. And Peter Aside Simon took Bob photos. Molly played the peace concert. Right. All right. I'm sorry I'm talking over you guys. I hope everyone out there isn't weirding out. <laughs> but all right, I only have 15 minutes left, and then Sam Hopkins continues the Peter Tosh celebration until 10, and Icon takes it till 1 a.m. So, Epi, Michael Epstein, David Barham, thank you for being Hi, part of this. Say more time. More David, time. Nice hearing your voice. Thank you. Epi, you too, my Bye. friend. Yes, Everybody. and Night Nurse, have a great show. Thank you, Epi. Thank you so much for your time and your knowledge and your history and telephone. Where you come from? As long as you're a black man, you are an African. No mind your nationality. You have got the identity. You are an African. Cause if you come from Trinidad, you are an African. And if you come from Nassau, you are an African. And if you
And that is the end of the first side of the album of this live concert that Peter Tosh did at Epi's Club, my father's place, in 1978. It was uh, recorded live and then broadcast on WLIR. And uh, I only have 10 minutes left, so we're going to flip it over and try to play as much as possible on this day of celebrating Peter. Um, the night nurse, it's been an honor and pleasure to do this. Peter Tosh. Marijuana, yeah.
Walk on, walk on, walk on, Peter Tosh. Your work is not done here. What would you think of the legalization? Support comes from Fairfield University's Quick Center for the Arts, presenting classic jazz on two pianos with Stephanie Trick and Paolo Alderighi on Sunday, February 27th at 3 p.m. Performing live on the Quick's stage, the pianists will offer their fresh takes on classics from the stride piano, ragtime, and boogie-woogie repertoires. Details and ticket information at fairfield.edu slash tickets or through the box office at 203-254-4010. Support for WPKN comes from the Connecticut Guitar Festival presenting its fifth annual celebration of the people's instrument online and in person at the Westport Public Library. Featuring live concerts, international artists, educational opportunities, and exhibits. Beginning Friday, March 11th through Sunday, March 13th. Classical, rock, folk, world, and jazz. Something for everyone. More details available at ConnecticutGuitarFestival.com. On this day in black history, February 26, 1869, the Senate passed the 15th Amendment by a vote of 39 to 13. The 15th Amendment to the Constitution granted African-American men the right to vote by declaring that the right of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of race, color, or previous conditions of servitude. Music lovers, after two years of COVID and being stuck indoors, the biggest record fair in New England, WPKN's Music Mash, is coming back to Reed's Art Space in happening downtown Bridgeport on Saturday, March the 5th. It's better than ever. 50 dealers means thousands of vinyl LPs, 45s, 10 inches, plus posters, t-shirts, and even WPKN merch. Two Roads Brewing and Berlinetta Brewing will be on site. WPKN DJs will be spinning records, and there may be a few celebrities as well. The hours are 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. You early birds can come at 8, and general admission is $7. There's free lot and street parking, and the event is family-friendly. Reed's Art Space is at 1042 Broad Street, a quick walk from Metro North and the Port Jefferson Ferry. More details on the website at wpkn.org. So tell a friend and let's get out of the house. We'll see you at Music Mash in Bridgeport on Saturday, March the 5th. And WPKN would like to thank our sponsors, the Bridgeport DSSD and Colorful Bridgeport. Hi, I'm Lou with Citizens Campaign for the Environment, here to tell you how you can protect our water by properly disposing of unused prescription medications. Prescription medications? What does the way I dispose of my old drugs have to do with protecting our water? Everything. Most people still don't know that the old method of flushing unused medications contaminates Long Island Sound with steroids, hormones, and antibiotics. Wow. This affects our drinking water, rivers, harbors, and it affects our aquatic wildlife too. That's awful. I want cream and sugar in my coffee, not steroids and antidepressants. Pharmaceuticals in the water can't be good for fish. What can I do to help? Well, the good news is that towns across the state are offering new locations for residents to safely and anonymously dispose of their unused and expired drugs. If your town does not have a disposal program, you can always crush tablets or empty capsules into the garbage. How do I find out more? Visit citizenscampaign.org to find a safe disposal location near you and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. I get it. Don't flush your drugs. My name is Gary Anderson, and I am a volunteer tutor at Mercy Learning Center in Bridgeport. 
Mercy Learning Center is a not-for-profit that provides basic literacy and life skills training to low-income women using a holistic approach within a supportive environment. Since 1987, Mercy Learning Center has educated and empowered over 12,000 women. We provide part-time tutoring, full-time classroom instruction, technology education, employment and life skills training, as well as family literacy programs. All of our programs and services are free, thanks to the generous support of individuals, businesses, and community organizations. We are able to provide these services with the assistance of part-time volunteers like myself, who believe in the center's mission statement, educate a woman, educate a family. Volunteering at Mercy Learning Center is a fulfilling way of giving back to the community. And if you'd like more information about volunteer opportunities at Mercy Learning Center, you can find us online at www.mercylearningcenter.org. Visits can also be arranged by phone at 203-334-6699. This is WPKN, 89.5 FM in Bridgeport, and streaming online at WPKN.org.
be, yeah, no love at all, there will never be, no love at all, I've got to put aside, name segregation, I've got to put aside, name organization, I've got to put aside, Yeah. 
And you're listening to WPK <laughs> 89.5 FM. I don't, like, I don't like the way I sound tonight. It's different, right? It is different. It's yeah. very different. Yeah, you're going to have to get used to it. We st- we've got the, the night nurse still with us. Oh, yes, we do. Yes. Yes, because due to that famous five-minute cutoff, I didn't say a proper goodbye, but this is also a nice transition or a crossover that DJs used to do in radio once yes. upon a time. Yes. As one shift started oh and goodness. one ended. So Sam and Vinny, thank you for letting me um just say a proper goodbye. We were in the middle of the um live concert from WLIR nineteen seventy eight at so my father's cool. place, which is so cool. Yeah. I guess, you know, there's more to it, but time wasn't on my side. And just thank you. This is so cool that we're able to honor and celebrate Peter Tosh for 12 oh, hours. absolutely, yes. And um, just thank you. Thank you, David and Epi, for checking in. Thank you, Icon, for making this happen. And our uh, our board members or, you know, the powers that be giving it the green light. Mm-hmm. Valerie and Richardson. Yeah. Valerie yeah. Richardson, program director. Boom, boom. Yay. Thank you, Valerie. Thank you, Rod. Yes, thank you, Rod. Thank you, Steve. You know, everybody. Everybody. Thank you, the cast, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, listener, who's listening now. Thank you. So you guys have a great time. Um, Sam and Vinny will be here now till 10 p.m. And then from 10 p.m. till 1 in the morning, Icon, Icon. all Peter Tosh. And I wanted to hail up, I understand... um, 
during my segment, Catherine from France and Stephen California were tuned in. I hope you're still tuned in and love you and just give thanks and let us remember all the work Peter Tosh put in and all the damage he suffered to legalize it. All yes, right. And, yes. Yeah. And now we're lucky. Now we're lucky sitting where we are today. Yes. Exactly. You know? exactly. Like he took the beating yeah. for what we're about, mm-hmm. what we're enjoying, and will enjoy even easier, even more easy. More. I've lost my ability to speak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, you know. but no, I, I think we get we get it. The ability it'll become easier as time goes on. And that ability was granted to us. Yes, it was. And you can walk around New York City with a spliff in your hand and walk by a police officer and, and be you proud keep of on it. walking. Yeah. Be completely proud yeah. of it. So, yeah. So thank you, Peter yeah, Tosh. Thank you, Peter yeah, Tosh. Thank you, Peter Tosh, for helping, <laughs> helping spread the message. And all, you know, mm-hmm. not the only message that he spread along No, he stood up for justice and yeah. truth on so many levels. All right, guys, have a great show. Oh, thank, thank you. You, you thank too. You, and yours was great. Yours was great. Thank you. I liked yes, really it. Enjoyed I listened it. to it. My drive over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, my travels. Yeah. Enjoyed the. I. I, I was. Did, I, oh, the, the, the Garcia. Jerry Garcia. Oh, oh, I knew Vinny. That was right when Vinny was getting in, getting into the, uh, getting into the listening area, coming around from oh, New York. Perfect. perfect. I'm so I was on the way down. I was like, oh, Vinny, you're gonna love this. And he, you know, for the listeners, yeah, yeah. Um, we, they, we might, we, we might replay that later tonight. We need knows, to you know? because yeah. the the listeners just didn't see what I was doing, but I was undulating <laughs> over here. There was lots of gestures. <laughs> was it was, you, were, you, were, you were dancing in your seat is what you were doing. I was. Yeah, it, it was, was wonderful. It was good stuff. Quite I'll, wonderful. I like how we can see outside now, like more outside. You can actually see, oh, you can see outside there's there's cameras, but there's also windows. There, there, <laughs> there that's, yes. Look, look. That is a big, that's a big, that's a big one. Yeah. A big, big one. It's much different than the, uh. The one window in the back room. You know, we never finished the station ID. Well, we never really did the. We never thank really you. Did. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. Thank Come you. Safe travels. Celebrating Peter Tosh. Let me see if this one's better. You think it's my headphones or it's? No, it's yes. it's. You're no, not this used. One, this one is this. No, oh, don't, hold on. don't don't fiddle with it. Don't fiddle with it too much. I'm not, just going. <laughs> it's like it's like the stupid. No, this one's better. This is the better one, I think. Okay. But don't don't touch this. Don't do so much of this touching. You know, you gotta adjust right, your yeah. chair. You got a chair. You're adjust. right. You're absolutely right. I have a chair to adjust. Yeah. See, look. Now I'm I'm nice and low. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for uh, hanging out with us here on uh, Saturday night. This is A-list prime time. You're listening to listener supported radio WPKN. Yes, and we're proudly serving. <laughs> Fairfield, New Haven, and Litchfield counties in Connecticut and Suffolk County, New York. 89.5 in your FM dial. <laughs> streaming online at WPKN.org. <laughs> We're going to get back into music. Do we have to? Yes. Right now? Yes. <laughs> There's not a cause, cause for celebration. You know, I, I love these chairs, by the way. They're great chairs. They're really comfortable. I'm in, like, an awe. They're nice. They're glorious chairs. No, but yeah, let's get into more, let's get yeah, get into let's, let's get into a little it. bit more. Let's do it right. All right, let's do it. All right, wait, we got. You know what? Before we go, we should give credit where credit is due. <laughs> we heard two off of Burning by the Whalers. We heard Rasta Man Chant, which was a, a traditional arranged by the Whalers. 
and then we heard one foundation written by Peter Tosh. And we started off the hour with uh, the first song we ever played on the radio, 400 Years, off of uh, this cool record that we're going to listen to some more now. So keep it locked, WPKN. I'm the toughest. Yeah. 
Is in a 
to build a better nation, clean up, clean up your creation, or there will be no future for you, you and me. of the soul is vanity, Ooh. destruction of poor people is poverty.
case uh, this keeps on going like this, or does he sing more? You have to wait for the red light. I started talking before the red light was on top yeah. of the thing. There never used to be a red light there, now there's a red light. You're tuned to WPKM. FM. Independent Community Radio. We're in our new home, baby. We're in our new home, downtown Bridgeport, right next to a bunch of stuff. There's a bunch of stuff we're next to now. We're used to be just next to students and um, the university stuff, like college buildings and dorms and a soccer field, a couple lawn statues, and now we're next to, like, stuff and people, and there's windows, and we can, you know, see stuff. That's right, we're in downtown Bridgeport. Yeah, downtown Bridgeport, baby. We're proudly starting Fairfield, New Haven, and Litchfield counties in Connecticut and Suffolk County, New York, Long Island. Oh, and see, let's see, we're hanging out. Icon's in the building. I think that, I'm not sure if, I think the night nurse is still here. I think so. And uh, I hope we're so. hanging out, celebrating Peter Tosh on this beautiful day, February 26, 2022. Two. Two. <laughs> 2022. You know, this week it was 2-22-22. I know. I know. I know it was. I wrote it down on so many things. Yeah. That day, just because I want to put the date 2-22-22. And I thought yeah. about the did date you, coming, did you, too. Did you do anything at 2-22 on 2-22-22? No, but I did laugh when I looked at my cell phone. And it was coincidental, but I looked at my phone and it was 2 Oh, like, <laughs> good luck. That's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. I hope you enjoyed your 2-22-22 as much um, as we did. I remember working a lot that yeah. day. But you, know, but you still a, enjoyed it. Yeah, of course it. I did, because yeah. it was 2-22-22. Exactly. You can't help but smile on a day like that. So many twos. And, and it's only going to, next time it's going to happen is a thousand years, so, you know. <laughs> Better, you know, get it, you, you should have got it all in while you were there, because yeah, it's the only right. time you're going to do it. Yeah. I mean, you could do it other, other times, but it's not authentic. So it doesn't count. You're right. Like, I can write 222-22 right here on my hand, on the table, on this piece of paper. Yeah, those yeah, those numbers are, <laughs> they're, they're no longer, I mean, they are a date, but not the current date. Yes. There are numbers, but not the current numbers. The current numbers are 89.5 FM in Bridgeport. <laughs> and our window-filled home. Yes. Home. So many windows. You know, I can't wait to see the first snow. Oh, I wonder who was here for the first snow. The first snow, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't park on the street. No, but you can see like the beauty yeah. of the snowfall. Yes, you can. Like, imagine. If- I was here when it was raining once. It was kind of nice. Oh wow! I'm really hungry. Well, you know what? Oh, you know what I should do? We should give credit where credit is due. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So uh, there's a there's a CD that Sam played, and it was called the um, what was on it? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. What, we want to, let's go in reverse as we normally do. Okay. So what do we what do we just hear before we start talking? Before we start talking, that was a. Uh, that's not this either, though. <laughs> I was. Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. There was something in between. No. Well, there was the soft, the subtle soft uh, thing. Yeah, we that did. that was that. That's that was the end of this? that song. Yeah, it was the end of that song. Really? Yeah. It was, was it in nice, the Cold Blood? It was, yeah, it was. It was Cold Blood. Oh, wow. It has a nice ending to it. It's all fluttery when we started talking. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. So that was off. We, we listened to the entire side, side one. one of Wanted Dread Alive. Alive. Oh, what a great album. It's a great album. And if you haven't... Off of Rolling Stones Records. Yes. It's approved. The, the tongue is sticking out on the back of the record. It is. 
And um, what year is this? 1981. Now, I just want to say he is a strapping, handsome man on this car. If you haven't ever seen the album, and I know you can go on all the smart devices and get all the, the YouTubes and the... Uh, Amazons and the Spotify's. But and there's it's too, something but different when you hold it, it in is your hands. Absolutely, yes. And you, you know, can really you see how see, handsome he is. You can actually see on how this album cover. Yeah. I mean, seriously, he's a handsome man. He probably just shaved his beard probably recently. It looks like very even. You know, that's a good cut. That's it is a good cut. It's very nice. So you know, he's fresh on the back and fresh on the front. Well, it's fresh on the front, his face, and the fresh the music on the back. And we listened to Hall of Side One, which was uh, coming in hot. Oh, it was coming in hot. And it was. It was. What a great. Ah. Uh, yes, but nothing but love, which we have here for you on listener supported radio WPKN. So um, I, I was looking for the star, the asterisk, what it would be, and this is nothing but love, written by Fred Harris. And Ella Mitchell. So that was uh, nothing but love. Nothing but love. Yes. Um, reggae myelitis. Oh, nice. Very nice. Um, the poor man feel it. They do. Um, yeah, they do. They do. And uh, cold blood. What a great record. Yeah. And it obviously starts with uh, the title track. You know, I, I'm actually reading like the, the the things at the bottom. <laughs> oh, you know, hey, why don't, yeah, read it, read it off. Why so, not? so, so, if you don't, if you haven't, see, this is the thing too. If you're on the smart devices, you don't see what's in the back of the album. You don't. And sometimes there's some pretty cool things. There's usually a lot of great information. So they have like the fingerprint thing, like as if you were. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. So if you get arrested, yeah, it, yeah, you do it. Yeah, Amy was talking about this earlier. Cost some of that, but let's. You know what? It's so nice. We have to say it twice. It is. Yes. So that. That's on it on the back, but it's was, fingerprints. It's his real fingerprints. It's his, yes, it's his real fingerprints. The real card. Yeah. So and but it says um, impressions taken by it says Sergeant Lucifer. So you think that's the real person's last name, or is that a, a metaphor? <laughs> let's let, let's leave that. Let's not come to conclusions. No. And his rank is Sergeant. Hmm. Name Peter Tosh, that's accurate. Oh, it's definitely because his offense numerous. <laughs> numerous offenses. Numerous well, offenses. So, yeah. Thank yeah. you, Peter Tosh, for changing the world through music. Yes. And giving us some stuff to talk about. Yeah. And we also heard, uh, before that, we heard The Toughest off of this really cool. Hmm. Compilation uh, CD Entitled The Toughest And well This was the uh, first CD that we ever uh, Played Right here 400 years on it 400 years is on it We played it first We already played it It was the first one The first track we played I used to have that CD too First on air I know It was a great Ah this is but it was no, I mean, I had a CD that was our first on air with... Oh, yes. You know, I probably still have it somewhere. It's got to be in a box somewhere. I, I lost my um, um, Steve and Trev Baker mixes. It's terrible. I haven't heard it. I don't know if they know. It was like six. I'm not no, sure if they nine, know. because there was the original three, and then there was like six after yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know if they they know that we moved. I haven't heard from them. I know. You know what? They, they you know, they just... They're so famous now at this they're, point. I guess they're traveling, you know, from planet to planet on yeah. the space waves. I mean, you know, they started their journey like 10 years ago, so. I mean, the big journey. So, you know, they've been they've been in and out of contact, you know, sending us when they can. 
But when it comes to push to shove, you know, they probably got pretty far out there in their space. Yeah, space when shove training. comes to push, you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. They've definitely gone through a couple of black holes, and, um, you know, they're pretty far away. They're, they're not close. No, they're not close. Well, they might be just in a, a different multiverse. They could be, you know, I, you know, they used to tell us that they were always here. They saw us, you know. Oh, they were Steve and Trev Baker, the mysterious Wonder Boys, sending us glorious mixtapes. You know what I wanted to do the other day? I wanted to what? burn a, I wanted to burn a CD. You can't even do that with most laptops anyway. I'm, my laptop is like ten years old, and it's still. I assure you, because I, I still burnt a couple of things. Like I burnt a couple of um, like um, A lists from like ten years ago. And like eight years ago on that laptop. Like I had it on the music player right yeah. on, and I burned them to CDs. Because I remember when I bought that CD, there was laptops were starting not to have them. And I made sure I bought one with it. They still had one? Yeah, it was 2013 I bought that laptop. So yeah, it's almost 10 years old. So. Well, you know, and you know it's over 10 years old. What is A list? A list. Yes, yes. It is. It is. It is. And, uh, Speaking of, we should play some more uh, Peter Tosh. I agree. I think so. Yes. This is uh, No Sympathy <laughs> by Peter Tosh. This is the A-list. Let's see this.
You're listening to WPKN 89.5 FM Independent Community Radio Broadcasting from I don't know where we Where were we? <laughs> we are in down We're downtown Bridgeport baby. Oh yeah It's prime time Hey it's prime time And it we're is. doing the Peter Tosh Extra special marathon It is extra special Yes And uh, we just heard three versions of No Sympathy Yes But we have a lot of sympathy for you Listener Thank We you. love you yeah, thank you for listening. Thanks for joining us. Hey, and if you ever, you know, thought about it, donate, donate. Yes. You know, pledge. Yes. Pledge your support. Give it, give it to us and give it to us now. Yeah. Sustain, sustain, sustain. That's listener supported. That's why it's called listener supported community radio. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, see uh, us here, and you know what? We love to serve. You know, it's a very, very, very proud list. Yeah. It's Fairfield, New Haven, and this folk is in Connecticut. And the good folks across the, the Sound. Across the pond, baby. Yeah. In uh, S- Suffolk County, New York, Long mm-hmm. Island. It's the strongest of islands. And uh, listeners around the world. Oh, yeah. At WPKN.org. Mm-hmm. And TuneIn Radio. And uh, our free app, WPKN Live. Yes, and you know what else? You can also tell your smart speakers. Yeah, or your smartphone. Or your smartphone, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Siri. Hey, Alexa. This, hey, you know. WPKN, please. Hey, Fred. Who's Fred? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's Fred. Fred is, Fred is a great listener who's listening right now, driving somewhere. Thanks, Tuned Fred. In. Thanks, Fred. Thanks for hanging out with us. And anybody else who might be uh, listening, we salute you. Oh, Heather. Heather, Heather, Heather uh, from Scotland might be listening. Who's right. Heather? Who's Heather, Heather, Heather Wooden. From? Oh, she's in Scotland she's, right now? She lives in... She, she, oh, she I lives? knew that. I yeah. knew that. I knew that. She lives in Scotland, though. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, you know who doesn't live in Scotland? Who? Peter Tosh. No, he does not. Peter Tosh lives in our minds and our spirits. And uh, we heard three different versions of No Sympathy. And the last one was from... Uh, the deluxe edition of Legalize It. That was uh, a demo of sorts. Sounds like some kind of live, live version. <laughs> it sounded live. It did. <laughs> it it did. was some kind it, of live it version. It says demo. So it was some kind of live version. 
or record was, live in studio. Exactly. Which is just as I'm nice. Not, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't have those liner notes in front of me. I wish I did. But we also heard from uh, the toughest. This great compilation, and that was uh, "No Sympathy," produced by Lee Scratch Perry. Mm. And uh, then we heard from a compilation record. It's an actual record. Vinyl. This is Reggae Music, Volume 3. That's a good one. Off of uh, Mongo Records, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Mango. I, th- I think uh, Bunny Whaler is on that too somewhere. Oh, yeah. We got Justin Hines, Lee Scratch Perry, Junior Marvin, Burning Spear. Mm, Burning Whaler, Spear. You know? One of the other Whalers. Uh, and what Peter is, Tosh, we heard no sympathy, a version of that. Do you know Bunny Whaler's real name? Neville Kingston? Neville, Neville uh, Valentine. <laughs> is it really Valentine? I think, it's, I think it is. I thought it was something like, uh, that's why I said Livingston. Kingston. Sorry, Livingston, sorry. Livingston. I, I don't know closer. why I said Valentine. I said Kingston. I was yeah, closer. No, Livingston. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that Valentine came from. Valentine. <laughs> 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 no. It doesn't make any sense anymore. It made like perfect sense. I always said it with such confidence. I was like, yeah, it's definitely this. <laughs> that was perfect. And we got the Scatolites uh, in the background listening to us. Yeah, Scatolites was one of the first uh, groups that uh, Peter Tosh sang with all the way back in Studio One in Jamaica. Yeah. Which is a very, you know, in Kingston. J- Jamaica, <laughs> yes. But Jamaica is about the same, uh, you know, uh, Connecticut and Jamaica are about the same size. Your brother, really? Yeah. Get out. Look it up. We'll is confirm it, this. We'll, we'll confirm these. Is it is it as long as it is wide? I think it's, it the dimensions are, are different, but, but the square the mileage is, okay. is similar. That's incredible. Yeah, isn't it cool? So uh, we're going to be here. Thalys is hanging hanging down. We're, we're going to be here. Icon is in the building, and he's got a special guest coming in. About an hour. So uh, we're going to step aside once that happens, but we'll, we'll be hanging out for a little bit longer after that. Having a snack. Yeah, having a snack, hanging out. Hanging out with uh, Icon, enjoying Peter Tosh. And speaking of enjoying Peter Tosh, I think it's time we do for some more. For more Peter Tosh. Yes, I yes, think it's baby. time we do some more. And, and as we kind of did with the last uh, segment, or last two segment before this, uh, played the whole side of one of the records, and we're going to do that again. Mystic Man. So take a listen and keep it locked. Listener supported radio. WPKN. Mm-hmm. All right.
I do have a crystal ball, and the crystal ball is telling me that it is 8, 25, and 43 seconds, and you're listening to the A-List here on Listener Supported Radio, WPKN, <laughs> 89.5 FM in Bridgeport. And we were just listening to uh, uh, Peter Tosh, Mystic Man. Crystal Ball was the last name of the track. We also heard The Day, The Dollar Die, and Buckingham Palace. And, uh, yeah, and we're going to get into some different stuff. We wanted to uh, look into that crystal ball. Now I forgot why we were... We had something else to say, I think. I'm forgetting it now, Vinny. No, it's all good. Well, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) We're here. There it is. No, there was something else. There was something, I know there was something else, that's why we rushed to the mic. I got distracted by the uh, crystal ball. When's the next um, underground? May 27th. In Hamden? Mm -hmm. It's going to be great. At the cellar. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a fun time. May 28th, I'm sorry. Or maybe it is May 27th. Can you see my socks? I can. Aw, they're dead socks. They're mine. Yeah. They're They're wonderful socks. So yeah, this is a great record uh, off of Rolling Stones records, and I've got Icon in the building, <laughs> and then he's out of the building. He's, just, he's in and out. He's, he's, and out. he's like, you know what? Hey, I'm out of here. Get out of here really quick. In, in, uh, and out. Anyway, we'll just get back into the Peter Tosh when we remember what we had to say. Oh yeah, Icon's coming up with a great interview. Yes, it's shortly too. Yeah, yeah in about 40, 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. So we're going to hang out here. We're going to listen to Peter Tosh. We're going to enjoy this the music that this, 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 this wonderful man made for us to enjoy long after his uh, untimely death. Yes. And uh, appreciate what he did for all of us. And you know what? The, speaking of all that, I think it's appropriate to play this song now. I was going to wait, but you know what? I think it's appropriate. It's this time. Is, this is what we want. And this is hopefully what will happen.
No Nuclear War by Peter Tosh. And uh, we want to thank Peter Tosh for his messages of equal rights and justice throughout the world. We're going to get into some more Peter Tosh now. It's a little live music. This is off of Live at My Father's Place. The Night Nurse was playing some of this earlier, but I don't think she got to the last couple tracks here. So here we're going to go. Keep it locked here on the A-List, listener-supported radio, WPKN.
clap your hands to the spirit. Come on. Everybody, clap your hands to the spirit.
Yes, thank you. Thank You're you welcome. very much. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> yes, that was uh, Legalize It and Get Up Stand Up off of Live at My Father's Place, 1978. You mean 11 Barker Road? Yeah, and uh, Amy, you know, you know Amy, was, uh, Amy was talking to those guys and uh, played this and didn't get, I don't, didn't get to hear those songs, so we played it now. Now she did. And now, uh, now it's time for some other stuff. It's uh, it's time. It's almost time to do the station ID. Not quite yet. We're, I mean, we could do it for fun. You want to do it for fun, Vinny? Yes, I do. All right, you're listening to WPKN 89.5 FM, Independent Community Radio in Bridgeport, Connecticut, downtown Bridgeport, and we're uh, proudly serving Fairfield, New Haven, and Litchfield. County in Connecticut. <laughs> this is graphic. And New York, Long Island. And uh, people on the outskirts and everyone everywhere else. You know where we're at. At WPKN.org. Mm. In, a few, in a few moments, we're going to be bringing in Icon. we got to get his attention, but we're going to do it. He's got a very special interview. Yeah, he does. It's going to be really cool. And we're going to hang out for a little bit longer. Who knows, maybe we'll play some other tracks. But thanks for checking out this Peter's Tosh special here on Listener Supported Radio WPKN. Anybody who listened and you listened to Ebong or I Miss I earlier today, they had a great program. But if you didn't get it, well, guess what? You can go to the archives, archives.wpkn.org. This is such a good song. Yeah, it is. And also, but you can re-listen to the, every moment. The last... Uh, Eight hours on the archives. So go ahead, check that out. Archives at WPKN.org. Tosh. Tosh. Peter Tosh. 12 hours of Peter Tosh. And we're uh, closing in on the next hour. And Icon is going to take us in. But we're going to listen to a little bit more from Jerry. And then we're going to talk to Icon. And he's going to take us after that. So keep it locked here. Murder. Murder.
I think maybe this is working. We'll find out. Yes, this is WPK and WPK there it is, and right there. Yes, good evening to you. Welcome to WPK and uh, Saturday night. We're hanging out. Icon. Peter Tosh and more Peter Tosh. Yes. That's right. That was the first song we ever played on the radio. It's a Peter Tosh song. Really? Yeah, yeah. That for you that day, if you remember. Ba- ba- back, back in those back, back early in those days? Early days, yes. Everybody's all grown up now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> remember we had all that wake up soccer and the vintage reggae? Oh, oh yes, ah, we of, did. Course, yeah. of course. You were the closer. I still yes. call you the closer. I still oh. call me the closer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, by the way, do you know what icon means? Like well, an icon? Is it like a, are you, is it an abbreviation for something? I come on nights. Oh, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Wasted knowledge. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, yeah, well, those were, um, that's like about 10 years ago or so. 11 yeah. now. 11 now. 11 now. You, you guys were probably, um, what, teens? <laughs> no, no? I, not quite. I was just, I was 20. We were both 20. Fresh yeah. 20 years old. You guys just wandered into the station, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. Literally just wandered right in. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was what the days. Here we go. All right, it's great <laughs> that we can celebrate uh, Peter Tosh. Peter Tosh was a true revolutionary. He actually, um, you know, he he probably should be the father of all legalizing weed. And, um, you know, he suffered so much for it. I mean, if he was alive today to see um, all this legalization. Oh, yes. and, oh, and be so happy. You know. So, um, yeah, it's great that we can celebrate uh, his uh, life, his legacy, and his works, his music, most of all. So nice that we could share that with you um, during Black History Month here at WPKN. We've had some programming. We have concerts. We had a whole lot of stuff uh, for Black History Month. Did you guys get into any of that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I did a, I did, I've done, done a num- number of programs uh did focused you get on to- different. Uh, I didn't get to any of the events. No. I, we did. Uh, yeah, no, all I've done is work. We did a little thing at uh, <laughs> the brewery over at Berlinetta, uh, and uh, Ebong played some really fantastic uh, fella uh, records that he pulled from his. Oh, I heard about that. His own collection, which was that was really cool. Okay. Uh, to listen to that, uh, but yeah, I think I, unfortunately I wasn't able to get to the uh, the events that we had at the Bijou. But yeah, we uh, had a concert there. Then we also had, um, I know there was a funk concert. There was a funk concert, yes. That's yes, right. Yes. So, yeah. All right, Peter Tosh and more it's Peter, Peter Tosh. Tosh. Yeah, yes. it's nice yeah, that we could um, uh, play you some Peter Tosh. And we'll come back. It's, it's a 31 degree day here in uh, Bridgeport. Um, it's cold. It's cold, but it's been colder. <laughs> Yeah, I want to actually... Um, it has been colder, yes. Urge the listeners to go to WPKN.org and send us a tax-exempt donation. That's always uh, welcomed. Um, so, talking about the life and legacy of Peter Tosh, Tosh was born on October 19, uh, 1944, until he died in, um, on 9-11, 1987. Murdered, actually. Another casualty of basically just brutal murder. Many of the reggae... Um, Artists uh, just basically um, died uh, carelessly. You could say Lucky Doobie also um, had a pretty um, tragic death. Uh, Jacob Miller. We also want to celebrate all the the reggae um, pioneers as well, who actually um, you know who are not with us. So it is the Peter Tosh Marathon, but we also want to uh, celebrate all the folks who are not with us. Again, this is WPKN WPKN.org.
icon here. You're with WPKN and WPKN.org. Nice that you can uh, actually hang out with us and join us today. Uh, celebrating Peter Tosh, the actual uh, legacy and um, his life, his works, his music. Uh, you know, Peter Tosh was a master of the English language. You know, he would actually come up with all these... Um, terms you know just from one word like he would say germany germs money germs many you know he's pretty um uh, original like that yeah so we will we'll be you know here throughout the night uh celebrating peter you heard a host of interviews you heard some um you know some family members past uh, you know acquaintances of peter so you should be up to speed on Peter. For the folks who haven't uh, gotten some of this earlier stuff, you can check it out in the WPK and archives. Uh, you know, you can re-listen anything there. We had a, a couple of great shows. We started at 1 p.m. today, and we're going to work our way until 1 a.m. Yes, get ready. Yeah, we're going to actually uh, light all the um, firecrackers at 10. Yes, special sections segment. You cannot talk about Peter Tosh and not... You know, talk about what he stood for, you know. He just, he, he was a pioneer in all this. You know, he'd been singing, legalizing, uh, you know, marijuana and all that since 60s, since the 60s. And, you know, it's just a tragedy. He couldn't really see this. But, you know, he suffered, you know, uh, a whole lot for all this stuff that he believed in. He was a genuine individual more than anything else. There was no diplomacy. He was just Peter Tosh. So, again, it's nice that I could uh, come in and play you some uh, Peter Tosh you know, it's actually um, a nice day to do that. Uh, Peter Tosh Day is actually been dubbed 420, by the way. So, but well, we're going to get up to speed on his life, his music, and everything. We've got some great interview clips and all that for you. Stay with me. This is WPKN, WPKN.org.
yes, good evening. You're tuned to WPKN Bridgeport 89.5 FM, also WPKN.org. Icon here taking you home, closing out this uh, Peter Tosh Marathon, basically. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us. We're celebrating the life of Peter Tosh. And while we celebrate Black History Month, we're also not going to forget all the folks who've made you know various contributions to reggae music. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us here. You'll be hearing lots of uh, Peter Tosh interviews, Peter Tosh music, Peter Tosh um, uh, tributes. You know, stay with me here as we move through uh, uh, the back end of this uh, Peter Tosh marathon. You've heard lots of interviews and stories, and you know there was also there was even someone actually um, uh, describing the actual death. His death, someone who was present there earlier today. It doesn't get better than that. Well, it gets more somber. Anyway, this is 89.5 on WPKN.org. Icon, thanks for hanging. I urge you to go to the WPKN website, as always, and grab yourself some WPKN gear, uh, T-shirt, mugs, caps, and the like. Um, there's some nice hoodies there, lightweight hoodies. That's pretty good. As we celebrate Peter Tosh, 31 degrees in Bridgeport. Stay with me here. Yes, don't forget at 10 o'clock is when we light all the um, firecrackers, guys. Stay with me.
Uh, yes, welcome back. Yeah, we're here at WPKN celebrating the life of uh, Peter Tosh. Good evening to you. This is uh, WPKN and WPKN. The dog icon closing out. We got Sam and Vingy hanging around. Yeah, we're still um, here yes. hanging out. Gentlemen, uh, let's tell me a little bit about what Peter Tosh means to you apart from, um, anyway. <laughs> well, it's, mu- it's always about the music. Uh, are you always about guy? the music. It's got to, yeah, it's got to. Apparently gotta, not. All right. It's, it's got to be about the music. Can you hear us? 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 We can hear you. We can hear you fine. Oh, you guys can't hear me? Yeah. Yes. You can? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Yeah, it's, maybe it's I his end. Yeah. I, All right. Well, you uh, can't. we got some technical issues, oh, perhaps. Possibly. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure we're on the air. We're on the air. You are somebody, but I don't know. Say you're not nobody. Don't exhaust. WPKN. That disgrace, and you're just a brand new second hand. No make no one fool. You're just a brand new second hand. I only come to school. You're a brand new second hand. Dirty golden rule. You're just a brand new second hand. yourself so mama used to tell me a long time ago girl it's not everything you know the glitter is gold so you're just a brand new second hand yes girl no man no one Talk go back around so girl Brand new second hand Don't you show up so Brand new second hand Okay, let's try again. Sam, uh, are you with me? I'm, I'm here. Can you hear me, Ica? You're not okay, hearing me, Well, huh? apparently we can't hear each other, but uh, you're coming through. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, you can hear me, right? Yeah, I hear you Okay, fine. good. So tell me a little bit about what Peter Tosh means to you. Well, uh, Peter Tosh, it's all about the, the music and the message, right? It's the, the beautiful reggae music and his message of, of uh, equal rights and justice for all. And uh, Peter Tosh... You know, I think people think of so much of Bob Marley, and Peter Tosh doesn't get as much. He gets a lot of credit in the reggae world, but the layman. No, but no, but it is true. Um, yeah. He doesn't get the recognition that um, you know Bob Marley got. And uh, yeah, there would be no Whalers without uh, without Tosh. Absolutely not. And the uh, superstar that Bob Marley became would would also not. We wouldn't have that as well. So we owe we owe Peter Tosh a lot of thanks and gratitude. Well, I also think that um, Peter Tosh was probably a little deeper, I would say, than Bob Marley. I think he was definitely more poignant. He wasn't afraid to, poignant. to uh, you know, 
Yeah, well, he was outspoken. He was yeah. a rebel. He was, uh, and that probably contributed to his actual um, his demise. Well, not demise, but oh. of course, <laughs> you know, uh, you could have you know held him back a little bit because Bob Marley was pretty diplomatic, you know. He didn't have diplom that diplomacy that Bob Marley did. That's I, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if if you ask Peter Tosh a question, he just gives you an answer. He's not into any sugar coating or anything. Bob Marley was pretty good at that. So, um, yeah, but Peter Tosh was he, he was a true um, prophet. He was a visionary. He was a revolutionary, and his lyrics is still as um, as uh, relevant today than they were back in the '60s yes, when he started. Yeah. I mean, get up, stand up. Who's getting up and standing up right now? The folks in um, uh, Ukraine. Ukraine, that's right. Yeah. I can't think anymore. Yeah, all so right. well, we've got Peter Tosh on the brain, <laughs> trying to stay away from all the negative news. But uh, luckily, we have uh, a man like Peter Tosh to keep us uh, entertained and, and grounded. You know. Yeah, Tosh yeah. was brilliant as well. You know, he he wrote like no other. He could um you know interpret uh, words like no other. You know, uh, Buck Inham. Uh, you know, um, he just had a play on words that I've never seen anybody else uh, with. So, um, it, it, there's a mystic side to him as well in terms of um. I don't know if you guys know the story about the Rolling Stones, like in. I, I know a little bit of it, but not really, not enough to to retell it. So they had a house in Jamaica uh -huh. that they left Peter Tosh with. I think this is Keith, Keith's house. And um, the, the, the word is that um, Peter Tosh had goat, goats living in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was kind of strange. So, <laughs> it is a little strange. Uh, not he, for Peter um, Tosh. Yeah, but, you know, he, but I, I, he was a, a, a prophet, you know, legalize it. Um, he's probably the world heavyweight champion of, um, you know, equal rights. Um, yes, he he didn't care about um, justice. He said equal rights is what matters to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want no pieces. We want equal rights and justice. Yeah. You know? So, but we're celebrating the life of uh, Peter Tosh here. We, we just chose to do that. We chose him, uh, you know, during this Black History Month celebration here, and um, you know, I think it's a good one. He's getting the exposure that he deserves. Again, we always talk about Bob Marley, but Peter Tosh started you know they started um the group together and um he's just as good just not as exposed but if you take the time out to listen to um songs like lessons in my life and oh yeah and um you know he he can actually um get probably deeper than bob molly i would say so we'll be here for the night uh, you know celebrating his life his legacy we got some great interviews in his own words you know, coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah, and he's such a wordsmith, too, in his interviews. It's very, uh, it re <laughs> really shows shows that side of him. He yes. really gets to break down some some uh, some of that stuff. Uh, that lyrically, you're, you know, that leaves some uh, room for interpretation, but at, he, he really... At, at a little bit past 10 o'clock, we're going to, um, you know, open up the lines and how to see what folks are saying, what they got to say. If you got a request, a, a Peter Tosh request, you can get that in at just about 10 o'clock. And then we're also going to be lighting up all of the firecrackers at that time. So yeah. yes. great stuff coming up here at WPKN. Stay with me, WPKN, WPKN.org. Sam and Vinny had a, you guys started at seven. You guys had a nice little session then. 
Oh yeah, it was session. a good time. Yeah, it was a good beautiful time. session. Yeah, we had the it's nurse. A good time. We had the nurse previously. We, had, we did. We had yes. the night nurse night in the nurse. day, and then Ebong uh, started things off at one one o'clock. Ebong and I, I must, I was was with him as well, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so, so if you yeah. want to listen to that, go to the archives at WPK. Wow, what a day! What an afternoon! Yeah, yeah there's some great interviews. Um, you know, you had we had some great interviews throughout the day. We had Nambi McIntosh, that's the daughter of Peter Tosh. She runs the, the actual um, foundation. So um, if you want to get up to speed on Peter Tosh, this was the day to do that. And if you missed anything, you can go to a WPKN website and actually uh, check that out. Listen to it all over again. Well, guys, thank you for uh, coming in and celebrating. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for thanks for including us. Yeah, including. You always included. Of remember, course. Well, well, I don't include you guys. You guys just take over my shows. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, it's, that's how we started. That's how it started. Yes, exactly. That's very true. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> what is it, 10 years ago? 20 years ago? Uh, 11, 11 now. 11 oh, years. Oh, wow, 11 years ago. 11 years, ago. yeah. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, thank you, Ika. Uh, thank you. WPKN, WPKN.org. On the other side, we'll come back and we'll open up the lines. This, again, is 89.5. Support for WPKN comes from the Connecticut Guitar Festival presenting its fifth annual celebration of the people's instrument online and in person at the Westport Public Library. Featuring live concerts, international artists, educational opportunities, and exhibits. Beginning Friday, March 11th through Sunday, March 13th. Classical, rock, folk, world, and jazz. Something for everyone. More details available at ConnecticutGuitarFestival.com. On this day in black history, February 26, 1869, the Senate passed the 15th Amendment by a vote of 39 to 13. The 15th Amendment to the Constitution granted African-American men the right to vote by declaring that the right of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of race, color, or previous conditions of servitude. Music Mash is back. WPKN's Music Mash Record Fair is coming back to beautiful downtown Bridgeport on Saturday, March 5th. The place is Reed's Art Space, located at 1042 Broad Street on the large ground floor event space. You will find dealers of vinyls, LPs, 45s, music books, posters, DVDs, T-shirts, and even some... Well, WPKN merch... 
Two Roads Brewing and Berlinetta Brewing will be on site. WPKN DJs will be spinning records. If you are a seller interested in renting a table at the event, send us an email to office at WPKN.org. Hours are 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Early bird starts at 8 a.m. Come early for free coffee! And $7 general admission starts at 10 a.m. Students are $5 and kids under 12 are free. It's family friendly too. Lot parking is free right across the street and it's a short walk to Metro North and the Port Jeff Ferry. We hope to see you. Let's get out of the house and even bring a friend. That's why, darling, it's incredible. Hi, I am Fernando Morales, Executive Director of Southwestern Area Health Education Center in Shelton, Connecticut. Our goal is to improve health equity in our communities by assisting in creating an inclusive and accessible health care system. In the past two years, COVID-19 has impacted our lives in so many ways. And while it may seem the worst is behind us, we still have a long way to go. There are few easy ways to stay safe. Wash your hands frequently and wear a mask. If you are experiencing any COVID-19 symptoms, such as fever, dry cough, loss of smell or taste, please stay quarantined and get tested. Stay quarantined and get tested. Don't hesitate to have a conversation with your healthcare professional to get the answers that you need to make the best decisions for yourself. This is the best way to protect yourself, friends, loved ones, and your community. The The FDA has approved multiple vaccines to help protect yourself and your community from the spread of COVID-19. If you have any questions about the vaccine or need help finding where to get vaccinated, we are here to help you. The Southwestern Area Health Education Center in Shelton is available to answer your questions at at 203-372-5503. That's 203-372-5503. We want to help. We want to make a difference. Together, we can crush COVID. Finding a place to live should be an exciting time. It is a fair expectation that if an apartment is available, you would have an opportunity to get it. You should not be discriminated against because of race, color, national origin, age, or other reasons. Housing discrimination is against the law. If you think you've been discriminated against, Bridgeport Neighborhoods Together offers free counseling services at 203-290-4255. That's 203-290-4255 or bntweb.org on the internet. Hi, this is Cheryl McGovney. I'm the host of My Soul, From Me to You, which airs the first and third Wednesday of the month from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. I bring you music that has touched my soul in one way or another, and I hope that it touches yours as well. You're listening to WPKN in Bridgeport, 89.5 FM, also streaming at WPKN.org. Thank you. My soul. 